0: Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, and everything in between, and above, and below, and around. That's that's a very woke statement. I'm <laughs> impressed. Very very 2020. I mean, we gotta it include is. every. We gotta be all inclusive in 2020. Absolutely. Because this is that year. This is the this is the best year. The worst year. <laughs> I don't even know what. How do you even classify 2020 anymore? Is it like.
1: Yeah, I, I I stopped because we still got, what, five months left, and I don't want to piss it off even more. <laughs> right. We don't want <laughs> to jinx it. And
0: never, ever, ever say um, could it get worse because 2020 mm. is great proof that it could always get worse regardless of
1: uh, um, what's happened. Um, yeah. There's always worse out there. <laughs> there is absolutely worse out there. I, I love that meme of, you know, it's like Obi-Wan and, and Anakin and Obi-Wan's like, you know, you had Cinco de Mayo on, on Taco Tuesday. You had Fourth of July and Halloween right. on a sat Friday. You, you were the chosen one. And it shows Anakin as 2020 saying, I hate you. I know, that was funny. Because
0: <laughs> that's how we feel. 2020 yes, hates us. 2020 hates us, even though it, w- it was a line to be so perfect. Yeah. Good news is this week has been fantastic for the sole reason that baseball kicked back off. I, I'm happy it for is, you for that. You should be happy for, for America, for America. <laughs> for America, because in all the shit that's going on in the world, baseball is the one thing that brings it all back to a good, happy place. I don't know about the one thing, <laughs> but I well, I'll give it to you now. <laughs> so I, I posted on my Facebook page on, I think it was yeah, no, it had been Friday because Friday was uh, the season opener for the Cardinals. Yeah. I just posted baseballs back and man, I got like a couple of people are like, yeah, and
1: it's not was a good thing. I think thing. my wife even gave you shit on that one. Yeah. Your
0: she? yeah, your wife was like, go Cubs. And I, just, <laughs> I texted you. I'm like, your wife's trying to start shit. <laughs> um, but uh, I did get a bunch of people like posting like memes of people yawning and saying that they can't wait for football and stuff mm, like that. Yes. And one friend on there, and he's actually a listener of this, so he's going to hear me say this. He was like, that's how you know you're gay. <laughs> and so my response was yes i am gay because uh i i'd rather watch a sport that um involves a lot of strategy versus 22 sweaty guys hugging each other for a couple hours (laughs) is
1: that pro wrestling (laughs) no because because there's a lot of strategy in football uh, i I don't know there is i I will break out the chalkboard. (laughs) (laughs) i'm good
0: (laughs) i am if you don't know i am a giant baseball fan um and that is actually the worst part of 2020 was when they decided to uh, cancel baseball season or suspend baseball season. I was like, you can bring in the virus, you can bring in the riots, you can bring in even the murder hornets, but freaking don't take baseball away from me. And that's just ridiculous. So I'm,
1: I'm going to make a baseball fan of you yet. Yeah. I, I don't know. but <laughs> Hey, opening day of football, I'm having a cook out. <laughs> we'll You're invited. All right. Also, um... I'm going on vacation tomorrow. I know. that's so, That sounds exciting.
0: Yeah. which Our plans were to go to California, but thanks to- Fucking uh, Corona. Fucking Corona and California shutting themselves down again. We decided to stay more local because um, the campgrounds and stuff are still open. So yeah. we're going to go get some camping, some kayaking, some cave exploring. Okay. Of what you can do here in Iowa. I mean, the couple of caves that are actually here. But yeah, so- I am here recording this for you guys instead of out packing and shit for this trip tomorrow. So and, and, and your family thanks you for that. <laughs> <laughs> probably. <laughs> but uh, that that's how lucky you people should feel that I'm dedicating time that I should be like getting ready to go on vacation to sit down and you, talk
1: your ear off. You even made sure you planned your vacation in between recordings because I, I you did not want to screw up the schedule.
0: <laughs> because my uh original plan was to go to California for two weeks. And so, um, when that didn't happen, I just bumped, knocked off a week. I'm like, I'll just take a week of vacation. You were like, so you're going to be gone. What? Like Saturday through like Saturday. I was like, I was like, fuck no, I'm going to leave Monday so we can record (laughs) on Sunday. And then I'm going to be back by Saturday so we can record next Sunday. So a lot of my life revolves around this that just so you know. So, um, (laughs) We we didn't I didn't wanna take off. I know Bill didn't take off any time when he went on vacation. He actually recorded from the hotel, if you all remember. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to take off for my vacation. It's just um yeah. I mean, I enjoy doing it and oh, I do too. I'm I'm hoping to it. people other people look forward to it. We get quite yeah. a few listeners. So so don't plan on us going anywhere anytime soon. We are gonna keep throwing the shit in your ears, even if you don't want us to even if you're like man can these guys just take a week off no no we're not gonna do it you can't plug your ear holes from us (laughs) nope not gonna happen so uh we're gonna get into this episode we're not gonna spend a lot more time just bullshitting because um you all know we could probably do that for the entire two hours anyway yes and so we're just gonna get into it but first just a reminder get into um just a reminder of our our uh Facebook and uh, Twitter and all the social medias and stuff like that. Uh, Facebook.com slash break the bell, Twitter at break the bell pod, and Instagram at break the bell pod. Go find us, um, follow us, like us, subscribe to us, uh, give us big thumbs up, give us reviews. Share us. Share us. Definitely. That is the most, imp- most important thing is sharing. Again, you guys are our biggest sponsors. Um, how we get ourselves around and get ourselves known is by you guys sharing us around. So definitely do that. Uh, If you're enjoying us, uh, somebody, one of your friends will probably enjoy us too. If you, if you um, actually are learning something out of these, there's a good chance that other people don't know some of this information that we are stumbling across and sharing with you as
1: well. And if there's someone who's pissed you off during a debate, send them the link. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) If it's somebody, yeah, that you like to maybe argue a little bit with and
0: like to get under the skin. I mean, I am more than happy to get under people's skin. I enjoy doing it. Absolutely. Sometimes, so. Oh yes. So, on that note, we're going to get into this intro. Unless you got anything else to say?
1: No. Let's do it.
0: All right. Let's do this, and we will get into the show in just a sec.
1: Here we go. What did you say? You talking to me? What? What the heck are you talking about? What did you say? What did you say? What did you say? Are you talking to me? Are you talking to me? Are you talking to me? What are you talking about? What are you talking about? What did you say? What did you say? Are you talking to me? Well, maybe he was talking to me. What did you say? Talk to me. What in heaven's name are you talking about? Talk to me, talk to me, talk to me, baby! Oh, the, oh, the, did you just say? What did you say? You're you listen to me? Are you talking to me?
0: Are you talking to me? What the hell are you talking about? Who are you talking to? And we are back, just like we said we would be once again, and uh, we're not going to waste any time because uh, we got a lot to talk about, and we tend to waste a lot of time anyway by, you know, going off on tangents and uh, going off on, like, side stories and back stories. Speaking of.
1: Speaking of, you're going
0: off on a tangent.
1: Well, you gave me the perfect doorway. So uh, I just wanted to, uh, you know, just I don't think people realize how much hard work you put into stuff. And that introduction video is always (laughs) awesome. And I always enjoy it. And I think everybody else always enjoys it. My daughter loves it. Yeah, you you guys
0: love that. And that was in no way you just wanting to. to, Okay, maybe a little. You gave me the door. What was I supposed to do? (laughs) All right, fair enough. (laughs) Uh, it's interesting. I, I, that intro video is the one thing that gets us a YouTube strike, copyright strike every single time because um, obviously it's a copyright music. But I mean, they haven't taken us off yet, so I'm not going to take it down because I like it, and I like your it. daughter likes it. My so, daughter likes it. <laughs> <laughs> um, but all, all that means is they put the name of the the artist at the bottom of our like description oh, in the gotcha, YouTube, gotcha. and then. Um, It says we can't monetize our video, but in all reality, are we, who's who's going, what ads and stuff are going (laughs) to monetize this shit, so (laughs) who's going to pay to hear this, Right. but enough, so we're not going to go on a side tangent or waste any time, so. Enough (laughs) of the jibba jabba. (laughs) Exactly. Let's get right into this. Um, 2020 continues to be the the interesting um, year that it has been, as we had said in the intro, Um, so. We're just going to dig into it a little more and uh, get into some current events in this first half of the show, as we typically do, and get into what happened this week. But first, you had found uh, this poll. Um, Here, I'm going to pull this up. I'm going to share it. So this is from Cato Institution. I'm going to let you talk about this as I pull it up. This is titled uh, Poll. Um, 62% of Americans say
1: they have political views that they're afraid to share. Yeah. And, you know, we shouldn't be surprised with how polarizing everything is. And I mean, you and I, you know, one of the reasons we wanted to do the show is because we were just kind of sick of the shit of being told, you know, to shut up. Right. Our our theme, our motto, and you see it
0: at the end of the intro video, if you can watch the intro video, or and we typically say it at least once in the show is never stop talking. Mm-hmm. But you have a voice, regardless of if people agree with it or not, you have a voice. And um, that's the whole purpose of this show is we're tired of people t- like you said, telling us to shut up or if right. they disagree with you telling
1: you that you're, that's hate speech. Right. Or ignorance. Yeah. Right. Or naivety and stuff. And, mm-hmm. you know, we talked about the bullying that, you know, kind of comes from, you know, this playbook from like when we were talking about Orwell, where it's like, you know, you're, you're put in this herd mentality. If you don't follow the grain, you know, mm-hmm. you're kind of bullied to shut up and, and led to believe that you don't have an opinion or you shouldn't have an opinion. Right. And, um, it's, uh, it's, 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 crap.
0: Yeah. Yeah. This, uh, poll, like I said, says, uh, 62% of Americans are afraid to speak up or afraid to use their voice. Um, this says a new Cato national survey finds that self-censorship is on the rise in the United States. Nearly two thirds or 62% of Americans say the political climate these days prevents them from saying things they believe because others might find them offensive. That's us. I mean, we, we don't yeah. say stuff because we find it offensive. We, we say stuff because <laughs> primarily because it's offensive. It's just, yeah. A lot of the stuff that I throw out like on Facebook and stuff, uh, memes and stuff, aren't necessarily things that I agree with. It's just maybe to ruffle some feathers yeah. and offend some people.
1: The, there is one which I, I, I think I put for Party Line Patriots later that uh, I just saw at like 2 in the morning, and I'm like, I'm going to throw this up just to piss people off. <laughs> you, you tend to be a little more... Uh, What's the word? It, it, Incendiary? <laughs> yeah. It, the later hours or the wee
0: hours I, of the I morning, do. I you do. get a little more like, you just want to like screw with people a little <laughs> you, bit. You do. I I've don't noticed, know what it is, but yes. <laughs> I've noticed that. Like if I'm staying up, like your posts just get a little little <laughs> more button pushy the later you get. No, it, I'm waiting. Bill, go to bed. <laughs> seriously. The, if you make it up till five in the morning, who God knows what you're going to post. Yeah. So this goes on to say, Um, the share of Americans who self-censor has risen several points since 2017 when 58% of Americans agreed with this statement. So even in 2017, Mm -hmm. I mean, that's kind of the whole (laughs) Trump campaign and all the stuff that happened during and after that kind of really rose to a lot of this. But even 58% is a lot when, I mean, I, I understand in a workplace, like, Knowing when to shut your mouth. Right. Don't go into like a customer's house, like an employee that we know, um, <laughs> right. and maybe talk about how th- this or that policy is bullshit. It's like yeah. you don't know what that customer's right. views are. So if you're saying yeah. these policies are this and that, yeah. and this person needs to go to hell and all that, it's just like that. You could really be pissing that person oh, off. Yeah,
1: absolutely. Absolutely, and it's like there's the a time and place for it.
0: Right. Well, there's the things you don't talk about in work, and it's religion and yeah. politics and right and, yeah. and, and sex. Nah. I mean, I don't, it depends on the work. It really depends <laughs> on the workplace, but mostly religion and politics. Yes, yes. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So it says these fears cross partisan lines. Majority of Democrats, fifty-two percent. Independents are fifty-nine percent, and Republicans, seventy-seven percent. Seventy-seven percent. Uh, all agree that they have political opinions that they are afraid to share. That doesn't surprise me though, because like we mentioned probably three or four episodes ago, liberals, the um, inclusive or like, um, you know, uh, progressiveness of liberals, it has morphed into this um, censorship or Mm -hmm. like, if you're not for us, you're against us mentality. And so for Republicans to be that high, I, I mean, you do get, obviously, those uh, Republicans that, like, don't keep their mouth shut, like the Trump-type Republicans right. and the MAGA hat-wearing Republicans. Yeah. But um, um, for the majority, that's not the majority. That's just the everybody you see on TV. Mm-hmm. The majority is just like, oh, shit, I don't want to offend these people because they're yeah. going to scream in my face. Yeah. You're going to get that – People like spitting in my face because they're screaming so loud, but yeah, it still seems insane. well. And,
1: and one of the things is, you know, people get into arguments or debates or whatever, and they start throwing like racist, like you call it racist or something because of a view, right? Mm-hmm. That's the easy way to go. And yep. it's like, once you throw that racist card out, you're not, you don't get that back. Mm-hmm. I was just reading something uh this week about. Um, a comic creator was was accused of of working for racists, right? Way off base. Guy realized he was wrong. Said, "Oh my bad, you know, I I, I misread things. Um, we're good now." Well, the guy he accused said, "No, no, we're Fuck not good at all. We're not good. You called me a racist, <laughs> right? And uh, you you don't get that card back once you throw it out there, right? And yeah. then
0: once somebody hears that so and so is a racist, it's not like." that person can't defend themselves now. It's like, well, I'm not a racist, blah, blah, blah. And they're like, oh, you can't say that you're not a racist. Right, yeah. I mean... You can't backtrack from that. Yeah, you can't defend yourself from a statement like that. And even if the person goes to try pulling it back, well, how much damage has they already caused because of a statement like that? Well, it's kind of like somebody uh, falsely accusing somebody of, like, sexual harassment or Mm -hmm. something like that. Right. Even if it comes out that it was completely fabricated that person is now labeled mm-hmm. as a scumbag yeah. to a certain amount of people like people aren't going to look at you the same even even if say it's a public figure and he go and they're publicly called a sexual assaulter or mm-hmm. or like somebody a, a sexual harasser or something like that and then they prove that it's false and they even go and like file a lawsuit yeah. for um, libel or whatever, right. um, they still people are still gonna be like, Well, he's just on the defensive, and you right. know, and they're still gonna look at him like, Yeah, he's a scumbag. Yeah. You can't pull that back once no, it's already out
1: there. And I i think I told you the story where I was running a company down in Kansas City, and I had a guy that worked for me, and uh, we were friends, we would hang out, and uh, he had gotten picked up for a DWI, and uh, he needed bail money, so I, I asked for an advance on my own salary to bail him out of jail, which I did. He was African-American. And um, and then I afterwards, he lost his license. I was told by my boss I had to fire him. I didn't want to do it. <clears throat> I tried to talk him down. It didn't happen, so I had to fire him. First word out of the guy's mouth was, well, you're racist. After you sat there and pay, paid
0: his bail money. Right, and, and I was so. just
1: like, are you serious? Right. <laughs> you're, you're going there with this? Right. And, uh, and so we... Departed on bad terms. A couple months later, his wife's like, oh, hey, uh, so-and-so is wanting to, to talk to you. You know, he had some ideas. He wanted to run by you. And I was like, no. No, no. no. He you burned know, that bridge Yeah, second burned that, bridge. that out there. Exactly. So, so. And uh, along with this, there is that Trump uh, supporter in Milwaukee. Uh, black guy. Older guy. Uh, was very popular in town. Always supported Trump. Tried to talk other African-Americans into coming over to Trump. And he was murdered execution style in Milwaukee. Yeah,
0: I've got his picture right here. Hang on, let me pull that one up. Thought I did. Maybe I don't. Um, yeah, this guy right yeah, here. Yeah. Uh, let me share the screen. So this guy's name is Burnell Trammel Tra- Trammel Burnell Trammel. Hmm, that rhymes. Yeah. Says hi. My name is Burnell Trammel. I was murdered in cold blood on Thursday, July 23rd, while standing outside my store with a Trump sign. Did my black life matter?
1: Yeah. So no, with stuff like that happening, it's no wonder people are afraid to talk. Yeah.
0: Yeah. It's not just even in this day and age. It's not necessarily even um, I'm afraid of what people think or will say about me. Some people are getting executed right. for their beliefs. I mean, it's that, as blown out of proportion as that sounds, that's exactly what happened here. This guy mm-hmm. was outspoken against um your typical, I guess, uh where where they saying if if you're not voting blue, you're not really black or right. whatever. Yeah. Um, this guy was talking against that and he was murdered for it. Yeah. So I mean, say what you want, um, but this shit is happening and it's yeah. it's it, insane. It, it's
1: America, you know, you're supposed to be able to speak out freedom yeah. of speech. Right. But, but it's
0: only freedom of speech if it
1: agrees with what everyone else exactly. is saying. Exactly, if you agree with the loudest voice out there. And that's on both sides, too. It is, absolutely. It's yeah. not. We're agree. not singling out one side. Absolutely not.
0: Um, so it goes on to say 50% of strong liberals support firing Trump donors, firing Trump donors, and 36% of strong conservatives support firing Biden donors. So it's getting to the point where it's not even enough to like be against a side. It's like if if a certain um, business is donating to trump Mm -hmm. liberals want those completely gone or fired or whatever and vice versa if if um, people are uh biden donors conservatives are um supportive of firing them says the survey found that many americans think a person's private political donations should impact their employment oh so it's not even it's not even just the company it's their personal decisions right It goes on to say, nearly a quarter, 22% of Americans would support firing a business executive who personally donates to Democratic president candidate Joe Biden's campaign. Even more, 31% support firing a business executive who donates to Donald Trump's re-election campaign. So, uh, I mean, you can't even have a personal opinion now. Somehow, your personal uh, political opinion, even though you're not supposed to talk about it in the workplace, that these people support... That it affects your work.
1: Mm-hmm. Like if
0: you support a certain candidate, you should not even be allowed to work here. Yeah. yeah. Like that is grounds for termination just because you support the other side. Right.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: That is asinine to me. Absolutely insane yeah. that we've gotten to this level and whatever side you're on that you feel that just because somebody disagrees with you, that's grounds for, hey, mm-hmm. you get get the fuck out of here. You don't work here anymore.
1: Right. Yeah. Yeah. You're gonna you're gonna screw up my business, so you need mm-hmm. to leave. It says, um, let's see, scroll down a
0: bit, see. Thirty-two percent worry their political views could harm their employment. Which I we, wonder why. Yeah,
1: exactly. We now see that.
0: It says nearly a third of of employed Americans say they personally are worried about missing out on career opportunities or losing their job if their political opinions became known. Again don't talk about that shit in the workplace and then you don't
1: have that problem could you imagine if that was a question they would ask at a job interview who'd you vote for (laughs) yeah exactly what's your political leanings right yeah that i mean
0: i i'd be like well on that note i'm gonna have to turn down this job because that doesn't have any any implication towards my work my work attitude like my abilities to complete this job that has nothing to do with it yeah exactly Republicans with most education are most worried their political views could harm their work. Um, any other things in this implications? It says taking their, these results together indicates that a significant majority of Americans with diverse political views and backgrounds self-censor. Um, blah blah blah. Self-censor their political opinions. This large number from across demographic groups suggests withheld opinions may not simply be radical or fringe perspectives in the process of being socially marginalized. Instead, many of these opinions may be shared by a large number of people. So it's not just like you're crazy, like, far, far, far right or far, far left. It's just right. um, basic opinions that right. the majority of, like, middle right or right, middle yeah. left It support. could be like,
1: oh, yeah, I support tax
0: cuts. Right. You bastard. Yeah. You should be fired. Why do you
1: hate old people? <laughs>
0: Instead, many of these opinions may be shared by a large number of other people. Opinions so widely shared are likely shaping how people think about salient policy issues and ultimately impacting how they vote. But if people feel they cannot discuss these important policy matters, such views will not have an opportunity to be scrutinized, understood, or reformed. Again, I say this over and over and over again. If you can't have a logical, like, healthy conversation with somebody that agrees with something that you don't
1: right
0: like you can't grow you can't like even form your own opinions if you're just glomming on to the side that um that supports you and is just an echo chamber i mean you're just you're just going to stay in one spot you're not learning
1: that's for damn sure that's i mean that's what you see on social media i mean Mm -hmm. they they frequent the sites that agree with them and build upon their own opinions they don't want to reach out or receive opinions from other people, you know. They because they they just shoot them down immediately. You right. Know, they want to live in that bubble, and so they don't grow.
0: But and a lot of them don't even like to be like questioned on. It. Like, oh, well, yeah. where'd you hear that? Well, you're ignorant. You're right, ignorant yeah. for asking. If you don't know, then yeah. you're uns And I said, like I said, I think I said this what like three or four episodes. It's like, I am agreeing that I'm ignorant by
1: saying. Right. where did you hear that yeah. <laughs> that is me yeah. educate me expressing my ignorance to this situation yeah i and it's funny because i actually had posted something from uh, prager you which is a right leaning mm-hmm. you know and um, but it was good information it was sound information and um, somebody was like you know i'm not gonna anything you you post by them i'm not even gonna take seriously yeah and so it's like if you're not Looking outside your normal sources for information, I mean, it's like at least look at the information, right? I mean, right. I, I like I said, since we've been doing this, I subscribed to Rachel Maddow and MSNBC and Al Jazeera and BBC and mm-hmm. all, all the above, just right? So we could yeah. get a balance, just a well so, so exactly I can get different views on everything. And yeah, I don't have to agree with them or like them, but I still read them and try to understand them. And you get people that are like, if you
0: t- say this or agree with this, unfriend me now.
1: Oh yeah, right, right.
0: Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I mean, if that's if that is grounds for termination of our quote unquote friendship on Facebook, duh. Right. I mean, I mean, how much of a friend are you anyway? It's right. just like, um, all right, uh, see ya. Yeah. Exactly. It's like let us not discuss this. Just unfriend me. Okay. Click. We're yeah. done. Um. Let's move away from that. Yes. I did mention the best part of 2020 so far is the starting of baseball, at least for a month. Yeah. At, at least. Sixty games worth, which will be the happiest month of my life for 2020. <laughs> uh, so, there was some interesting stuff that came up with yeah, that, didn't there? Wasn't there like this um, really hot up and coming pitcher? Oh yeah, 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 yeah. That's what I'm about to get into. So, yeah. watch this video of this uh, guest person throwing out the first pitch of the baseball game, and if you don't know this guy. Come on. This, this is Dr. Anthony Fauci. You've all heard of him. The doctor that's giving all the um, great information on the coronavirus and all the, the um, suggestions and all yes. the details of how we should um, implement uh, the mask rules and the social distancing and all that stuff. So he got to throw out the pitch of the first game. I'm going to let you watch this. If you haven't seen this, this is freaking
1: fantastic. We go. Nationals pitcher Sean Doolittle. <laughs> Dr. Fauci. Oh, he's warming ready. up. He's warming up. He's stretching Give out. He's taking the mound. And the pitch, and just a bit outside. Dr. Anthony Fauci. <laughs> Give him a hand, ladies and gentlemen. Give him a hand.
0: Oh my god. Oh my God. That was the best thing I've seen all year. Um I I, I saw I can't remember who it was. I think it was like a, a congressman or somebody. Somebody high up there had, had tweeted out this video and had said on it, um that guy's pitch was was closer to the oh, plate yeah. <laughs> than his um recommendations for uh, COVID yeah. have turned out.
1: Closer than his predictions for COVID. <laughs> yeah, there
0: you go. <laughs> um that's great and so true so man talk about uh, a flop talk about a failure man that that didn't even come close and yes. then somebody else was like man that ball was trying to social distance from the plate <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah that was like double social distancing
0: oh <laughs> uh, so so the interesting thing is uh, dr fauci is quick to be the one to push uh the masks and mm-hmm. the mask requirements and 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 everybody's listening yeah everybody is and even like as far as like mask shaming and stuff like that this is all stemmed from dr fauci Mm -hmm. so this image so you see him when he goes out to the plate nobody's around him but everybody's watching him Mm -hmm. all the cameras all the eyes are on him regardless of the fact that he threw the world's shittiest throw right ever yeah The, the throw heard around the world um you see him wearing the mask, and it's just like, wow, well, he Fauci is like living up to what, what he said. He's living yeah. up to his uh um ideals, and um he's he's not being a hypocrite while the cameras are on him. Right. However, when the cameras aren't on him that he knows of, this is what you see in the stands. Dr. Fauci sitting next to, I think is his wife and some other yeah, gentleman. A of okay. Yeah. And they are both wearing masks, and he's got his mask on, his ears, but it's pulled down under well,
1: his chin. And there, there's another picture where her his wife has her mask off, mm-hmm. and he has his off. And it, his excuse is, well, I, I was dehydrated. I needed a drink. But, but there's no water.
0: You're holding a cell phone in yeah. both hands in this picture. Yes. He's not holding a drink. He's not yes. taking a drink. I could understand if he still had the drink in his hand. It's like, wow, right. they got that shot at the right moment yeah, where he's right. taking that down yeah. just, just to fuck with him. Right. But this doesn't look like that at all. And no. this, this article says Fauci pushes back against criticism a photo showing him with mask partially off at Nationals game. And this is when he's sitting within the social distancing right. requirements, mask off, but he had it on when nobody was around him out on the field just to right. just to show face. Right, right. So this says Dr. Anthony Fauci's pushing back on criticism. Yeah, we read that showing health expert with his mask not covering his mouth and nose while sitting in the stands at the Washington Nationals game this week. Photo shows Fauci with his mask partially pulled down in the stadium on Thursday, causing some to call him hypocritical for continuing to encourage Americans to wear masks themselves. And... To go off of what you said, how he's saying, "Oh, I was dehydrated." And this man, I see so much shaming on Facebook. It's like, well, okay. if so and so can wear this mask all day, why can't right. you wear yeah. a mask all right. day? Yeah. So, like, like one of them was like a picture of a guy dressed up as stuffed animals. Like, if furries <laughs> can wear these costumes all day, <laughs> right, out in the hot sun, yeah. why can't you wear a mask? Furries are tougher than you are. Yeah, that's what it was. Like, furries are more badass than you and tougher than you. Yes, do you know they are persecuted animals? (laughs) (laughs) Says, however, Fauci, the director of the National Institute of Allergy and Infectious Diseases, that's quite a title, told Fox Mm. News on Friday that he pulled his mask down to drink water, calling the comments from some on social media mischievous. Mischievous. (laughs) Mischievous. Bastards. I think this is sort of mischievous with this thing going around. I had my mask around my chin. I had taken it down. I was totally dehydrated, and I was drinking water trying to rehydrate myself. Guess what? People are having that same fucking problem at work when they're not sitting behind an air-conditioned desk plotting out the 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 future of the world.
1: And again, there's a picture of him and his wife with their both their masks Mm -hmm. down, just talking back and forth. And it's like, and I think the other thing he says is right here. He just tested negative.
0: Yep, I was about to say that. He added. And by the way, I was literally negative for COVID literally the day before. If you got to say it literally twice in
1: yeah, one sentence, it's like man, a double we're not buying it. Two two literals are a fantasy.
0: And again, what does that have to do with anything? Because how many people are negative? Yes, right, right. He's right. still yeah. Oh, I just
1: tested negative yesterday. Uh, can I use that one when I go to Walmart? I'm yeah, sorry, I just right. tested negative yesterday. I... Can I go get some milk?
0: Well, didn't Trump say
1: that several times at oh, yeah. his rallies when he Absolutely. went with no
0: mask? Yep. He's like, I just test negative. I don't need a mask. And they're like, oh, you're, you're still putting all these other people yeah. and yourself yep. at risk.
1: Yep, exactly.
0: Uh, again, the double standard um, from the guy that is solely responsible for, for this, this mask outcry and yeah. the, the mask shaming and all this stuff. So, um, Dr. Shame, Fauci. Dr. Fauci. For shame. Fucking shame. Get your shit together because... Uh, or or backpedal on the mask thing.
1: Right, yeah. Come back and say, you know, because you backpedaled it on everything else. Yeah, so. you might as well. So
0: yeah. uh, there's that. Um, we don't really need to beat that anymore because
1: it's no, because <laughs> been beaten enough. Right. And
0: <laughs> between that the ridiculousness of that image and then the ridiculous throw that he threw out, man, he
1: just had a really bad day. He really that did. Day. It was not Fauci's weekend. <laughs> no, not at, at all. all. So um, but speaking of beatings, and since we're on the topic of sports, we didn't I didn't clear this one with you, but I just wanted to right. mention it. All right. Did you see uh Mike Tyson is fighting a <laughs> uh, expedition match against Roy Jones Jr. Um I think around Ooh, Christmas time? That'll so, be fun. Yeah, yeah. That'll
0: be interesting. He's what fifty four. Yeah. Wow. I did know he was getting in shape, so there's yeah. kind of rumors. He, he, he looks going like around. a
1: badass. I mean, if you look at his training videos. Yeah. So he, he looks good.
0: Um, they should get him back in the ring with, uh, who's the guy he bit the ear off of? Holyfield. Yeah. I wonder what that match with, how much <laughs> they'd have know. to pay him to fight Tyson again. I, I don't know. Did he have those, uh, did he have prosthetic ears installed? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure. It's like, man, these things cost a lot of money. And They're all like
1: this. <laughs> <laughs> exactly.
0: So, all right. Trump had some things that happened this week too. Um, yeah. you had a few things going on that Trump had some, um, um, executive orders and different stuff. Yeah. Like, so,
1: um, apparently they so they're talking about doing another round of stimulus for COVID. Oh my God, they've been talking about this. They have since the last since before everyone got the last stimulus. Yeah, I know. And I, I hear people were like, yeah, yeah, "Yeah, I want more money," and I'm just like, "How the fuck are we paying for it?" It's like nobody cares. It's like <laughs> well, free college, free yeah, college. Right. Who, I know That's, who's paying for this. Yeah, exactly. It's got to come somewhere. Well, right. apparently Trump is holding out because he wants to cut the payroll tax. And that has people pissed off because they're saying that he's going to destroy Social Security by doing that. Okay. And uh, but he's Trump is standing by his guns and says, no, this is what the economy needs to get things going and get back to where we want it. So we need to cut this. And um, so he's taking a lot of sl- uh, flack for it. And, you know, I don't know. Where do you stand on that? Um,
0: I'm not sure because I'm not a f- – Supporter of the stimulus check anyway, right? Even though I'm gonna gladly take it right. because it's my freaking money. I mean, and you I'm already got be one pay- AR-15. <laughs> yeah, I might, I might as well <laughs> get go for another. Two? I I probably will. Maybe an AK this time. Nice. Um, we did have Remzo talk about how great the the AK was, so yeah. maybe um, I'm gonna have to buy that. Um, but yeah, like I said, you're gonna be paying for it regardless of if you take it. Or so our kids will be. Yeah, I'm gonna. Of course, I'm gonna take it. But do I agree with it? No. But my pro- issue with the stimulus thing is just either say yes or say no or stop talking about it until it's released it's like they're just stringing us along yeah it's almost intentionally stringing Uh, us along i I, I
1: wonder if they're just holding out for election oh i'm sure
0: so but it's like guys uh, like i watched this youtube video of this guy that breaks down almost daily of the how far there they are with the stimulus bill and i mm. watched it for like a week straight and i'm just like this guy doesn't know anything right. he's just get- i mean he has some inside sources but yeah. still th- that was like two months ago when i was watching that when yeah. they were talking about it but it's just like give us a freaking yes or a no and just yeah. get on with it yeah like by the time we make a decision here the economy could either be completely bounced back or completely collapsed or yeah. exactly where we are right now
1: which um yeah and personally i've never put a lot of stake into social security because it's not going to be there when i was going to say it's not going to be there when i retire anyways so you know i I guess i'd prefer the money up front (laughs) (laughs) yep yeah me
0: too but um i i find the stimulus bills interesting because i always feel that it's a way to um just take a little more control over a population it's just like you're holding out that carrot in front of him. Here's your twelve hundred dollars. You guys just do whatever we tell you, but we'll give you twelve hundred dollars for it. Right. And um, <clears throat> some of the proposals back in the early talks of the second stimulus bill had me really worried because it was like, um, like na- it was like canceling um, rent payments,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but like um, the uh, the government would kind of give money to the landlords or right. the homeowners and stuff like that. And that to me just screams of like nationalizing homeownerships right. or some right. were proposing like a basic income, uh, a yeah. universal basic income. Yeah. And it's just like, that's just government taking more and more control little by little is yeah. what that is.
1: Absolutely. And, and, you know, they're using European countries as the benchmark because mm-hmm. I was reading this thing about how, you know, Britain's done all this, you know, they, they've put a stop on uh, evictions because of, Rent for, for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, student loan payments, um, you know, insurance payments, um, and then for a universal basic income, which we talked a little bit about mm-hmm. the crookedness of that, but we didn't really dig too much into it. But right. that's kind of where a lot of countries are wanting to go. Mm-hmm. And uh a lot of countries have gone there. Oh, they have, yeah, yeah, absolutely. I mean they're they're saying that's kind of the wave of the future mm-hmm. is universal basic income.
0: Yeah, and um another scary one was and this one, I think, actually happened in the first one. Didn't they give, like, loan, small business loans? Right. And I think we had kind of talked about it. The thing that worries me about that is mm-hmm. these loans have to be paid back. So let's say your small business in March has to shut down. Right. And they got to lay off employees. They get this business loan to kind of sustain them for a while. Yeah. But they – Even if they didn't shut down, they're still operating at minimum capacity. So they're not making money. They got this loan. When the government goes to call this back, like say the economy bounces back in six months, but it's going to take more than six months for the small business to bounce back because of all the damage that this caused to them. Government in six months or maybe a year decides to call back this loan because now we have no money because we gave out all our money as a country. Calls back this loan. Company hasn't quite bounced back yet. They're not able to pay off this loan. Government either a shuts down the business, they file for bankruptcy, or b um, the government takes over the business or takes control of it in some 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 aspect right. or something like that. And that that just worries me.
1: Well, that that's the thing about these loans. They're for completely forgivable as long as the companies use them for what they're sp- for payroll mm-hmm. and rent and utilities. If they use that for that like. A company that we both know has, is using that mm-hmm. and is using it for payroll, utilities, and rent. And, yeah, it's completely forgivable. So the government isn't going to come back and call it unless they can prove if they do some kind of audit and find out that he used the money or they used the money for things that it wasn't supposed to go to. And right. then they can call that, that back, and then that company is screwed. And, you know –
0: the IRS can do whatever shady shit oh, they want absolutely. to yeah, <laughs> to right. decide determine. Hey, um, you didn't do what we wanted, so
1: give, oh, absolutely, yeah, yeah. At any point, they can come back and be like, "Oh, wait, you know what? This is a little shady right here, so we're gonna need this entire mm-hmm. loan paid back. Like, well, uh, by tomorrow,
0: I'd gotten a student loan, or a, not a loan, a um, a grant, okay. the Pell grant when I was in school last year, and I got the extra money that didn't go towards the school. You get for like living expense. Mm-hmm. And so I got this money, and then all of a sudden they decide, oh, we overpaid you. We want that oh, back. Oh,
1: yeah, yeah. And
0: so I now I have this, and I had already spent it on whatever I needed to spend right. it on, because it was like two months later, and it's like, well, now we want this money back. Mm. I don't have this money right. now, so now I'm in, yeah. indebted to the federal government because they gave me more money than they, they were supposed to, I guess. So, yeah. It's it, like,
1: who keeps track of that? And mm-hmm. it's like if, you know... Then the government never pays you back in time if it's oh, like no. you overpay them you know they want inside. it back now right exactly. exactly that's
0: interesting well kind of a side note we we said we go off on tangents somebody i know lives in the great state of illinois mm-hmm. and he had said that last year because illinois is so flourishing in um money i mean they're they're like so far in debt as a, a state yes that um the IRS sent him a letter that basically said, to, "In order to get your refund, you have to basically write up all this stuff to pr- or like, have proof of all these deductions, or have proof that you paid this much, or have." So you're basically doing the IRS's job for them. You are auditing yourself and sending this proof <sighs> in order to get the money that you loaned the government oh, wow. with zero interest to get that back, to get that money you overpaid for the year. Wow! So you have to, um, basically all audit yourself and prove that you deserve that money and i'm just like oh that's freaking bullshit that's yeah. what we pay the irs right. to do yeah and yeah. it's my damn money i shouldn't have to prove yeah. that i get it back yeah so i i thought that was bizarre but anyway well, uh, it, <laughs> can illinois a- afford the irs <laughs> <laughs> probably not they probably had a fire or lay most uh, that's of them that's what i'm thinking so you are the irs now
1: <laughs> exactly
0: Um, so more of Trump stuff. So was there more on the payroll stuff or was that Uh, about it?
1: That's pretty much it for that. Like I said, the big thing is he's getting slammed for wanting to do away with social security. Um, the other part of it is he signed an executive order that is going to severely cut the cost of, um, medications, um, Mm -hmm. especially insulin and the EpiPen, um, by reaching outside of the U S borders to get this medication. Really? Yes. Yeah.
0: So where are they going to reach like Canada or Mexico? Yeah. Canada, I know, has a lot cheaper medication there. Yeah, that's going to put a lot of uh, big uh, pharmacy companies here. That's going to yeah. piss them off. I know.
1: I I've, actually, I was looking for some kind of reaction from local or from the you know from big pharmacy domestic pharmacy companies, right. and I couldn't find anything as of yet. But looking at the comments from like some of the the far left sites, they're all just calling it a um, re-election stunt. You know, yeah. he's just trying to do it to get re-elected. And even if he is, well, isn't that what politics is? Yeah, <laughs> can't you be happy for a good
0: thing even yeah. if there's bad motives behind it? Yeah. Because I mean that everybody's been shouting that for years. An EpiPen yeah. costs what, like six hundred bucks? Right. Yeah. For one, for one life-saving
1: yeah. thing, um, without
0: insurance, man.
1: Yeah. I mean, let's call it what it was. Um, you know, Obamacare was a re election stunt. Oh, yeah. You know, um,
0: well, that's, well, he had to get that passed because he was shouting about that for, that's uh, how he got elected. Oh, yeah.
1: Right, right. So for him to
0: get all the way through four years without shoving that yeah. through, man. Every
1: time, you, uh, you know, a Republican candidate does a tax cut, it's mm-hmm. an election stunt. I mean, yeah. everything that a politician does is an election stunt. Exactly. Right. <laughs> So, like I
0: said, be happy like you guys have been screaming about this for for years now that medical is too high and Canada has this medical and this cost and that. Well, now um, we have this opportunity Mm -hmm. and let's just take it for what it is. Let's just see how it
1: goes. Right. Yeah. Yeah, just, so. yeah it, it, okay, it's coming from Trump. It doesn't mean you're selling your soul to get it. You know, it's right. like...
0: Because <laughs> now these people are going to be like, fuck that, I don't want cheap medicine because <laughs> exactly. it's from Trump. <laughs> Give me the $600 one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um, what's that, what that's going to do, though, is um, it's going to put uh, competition on the pharmacy mm-hmm. companies that that are basically a monopoly here in the yeah. United States, and that's going to force their prices to go down. Because yeah. all these people are like, well, ours are so high because we have to pay for the research and we got to pay for this. It's not its not that we're trying to make profit. Bullshit. You're, yeah. you're making you're profit. Going for profit. Yeah. You know you are. So this is going to force them to stay in business. They're going to have to drop their own prices. Mm-hmm. So yeah. uh, this is going to be a big win, I think, for... Uh, capitalism absolutely because um the markets will regulate themselves Mm -hmm. and that's why um there are monopoly laws and things like that to to Mm -hmm. keep people from price gouging and keep um, people from just setting exorbitant prices now that we have this overseas competition or this Mm -hmm. over across border competition they're in order for them to stay in business, they're going to have well, to drop. And, and
1: this is another one that you don't hear about. Um, Trump signed this into law a couple of months ago where um, basically hospital has to give you an estimate of what the cost of any procedure is going to be. Mm-hmm. Right. And yeah. so this way you can actually go and shop around and find the cheapest one. And this is one that didn't really show up in the news. I mean, it showed up on like a Friday afternoon for like mm-hmm. five minutes and nobody talked about it, but Again, it's a good thing. You know, it opens that competition up. Right. So and it it opens
0: up you being able to see because I I think my wife read to me or said something to me that um, somebody had said that they will charge you. They charge you literally for everything. Oh, they do. They do. If you have a baby through a C-section and you want that baby to be put on your chest as soon as it is born, they charge you for that. Really? Yeah. I don't know. I didn't hear what it was. Huh. But there's a charge for that, just to hold your baby as soon as, it is, as it's born. There's a charge for that. So <laughs> this is just going to give accountability the, to this, these bullshit charges. Yeah. Like they tell yeah. you, because um, you can get those little like clip-on fans when right. um, you're in the hospital. They charge you for that. So
1: really?
0: when you go to the hospital, if you get one of those clip-on fans, take that shit home because that's yours. You paid for that shit. Huh. So Mandy said – because she used to um, uh, do, like, uh, cleaning and stuff at a hospital here in town. And um, a lot of these people would would leave those fans behind, and they can't keep them, Mm -hmm. so they just throw them away because the the people paid for that. That's crazy. So Mandy's got, like, six or seven of those things that she just brought home because (laughs) – There, we got one of those clipped in every section of every bedroom of our house on the kids' beds and stuff. And we take them camping and stuff because, yeah. um, I mean, somebody paid for them. I'm, I'm yeah. sorry that we took advantage of that. But, <laughs> again, like anything they give you, whether it's slippers or anything like that, mm-hmm. if you want that shit, take it home because you paid for it.
1: Oh, yeah. Well, and I remember uh, Jen went to the emergency room uh, a couple years ago. She cut her finger real bad. And they charged her. It was $700 from the hospital. And nine hundred dollars from the county emergency services for what exactly? Exactly. Like she didn't take an ambulance. No, she didn't. Nothing like but that. Because she because she went to the emergency room, though. Mm-hmm. I, she got charged twice, so one from the county and one from the actual hospital. Right. So it was crazy.
0: I am sorry. My attention was my, my dog day. was peeking in the window, and it looked like a werewolf outside. Oh, so kind of cool. Actually. <laughs> it was kind of creepy. <laughs> anyway, um, let's move away from this. Where we're kind of. Um, Extending our time a little bit. We got a couple more things to talk about in this first hour. And I I know we say that we're not going to every single week talk about, like, the protests or COVID and stuff. But big week for the protests this week. Yeah, there's been a lot going on. A lot of crazy shit happened this week. And the funny thing is a lot of these things aren't really being talked about that much. Mm -hmm. The big one was, like... In Portland, all the arrests and stuff going on in Portland, which that's what we're going to really dig into more in the second right. hour of the show. So we're not going to really talk a lot about that. But that's all we've been hearing about this week is these like abductions or whatever they're calling it in Portland. Yeah. But all the other things going on, there's I mean, there's tons of protests and tons of violence going on across the country. A mm-hmm. lot of them are in response to the, these um this federal push by Trump in these bigger cities. So a lot of this we're seeing is in response to that. So more protests because of it. Yes. So this article is kind of an update of all of those from this week that we're going to dig in just a little bit of each one. I'm not going to read this whole article, but I just want to look at it. This is from USA Today. It says, live updates from weekend protests. Um, A couple of things in the headline is, a man shot to death in Austin. Seattle police declare a riot and armed militia armed militia in Louisville.
1: Uh, so in, in regards to the Seattle thing, this one just popped, mm-hmm. like just just popped. And uh the Seattle Police Department um had, apparently the city council has banned them from using um, pepper spray, tear gas and other tools that they would normally use in a riot. And so So what does that
0: leave you with guns? <laughs> guns and batons. Well,
1: the um the police chief sent a letter to residents and said, uh, uh, we were being handcuffed. We we're not able to use the full tools at our um, disposal. And so you're on your own. <laughs> Shit, <laughs> That's just what you want to hear from the police department. Well, right?
0: It, it's, it's funny because I, I could see him sending out, um, we have been banned and, and our hands have been tied from using non-lethal tactics. So we're going to have to like, um, stick with mostly lethal tactics from mm-hmm. now on just a forewarning we don't have non-lethal capabilities so if you are causing an issue expect it to be lethal yeah <laughs> <laughs> but no so they, they're basically just saying um you're fucked yeah right we can't the, do anything yeah fucked.
1: We, we can't fight this crowd with what they're what they're t- having us fight it with and so you're gonna have to fend for yourself
0: So this article says protests against racial injustice continued around the nation Saturday with tense situations unfolding in cities, including Austin, Texas, Louisville, Kentucky, Seattle, Washington, Aurora, Colorado. You haven't heard anything about Aurora since uh, that shooting, that theater shooting. Uh, Yeah. Oakland, California, and Chicago, Illinois. Um, So let's just scroll down to some of these and see Louisville, Two opposing heavily armed militia groups came within a few dozen yards of each other in downtown Louisville on Saturday in a tense standoff that ended without violence but marked an escalation after two months of ongoing protests over the police shooting of a black woman. Mm. It says more than 300—this is, this is my favorite part, <laughs> the name of this group—more than 300 members of Atlanta-based Black Militia NFAC, or— not fucking around coalition. I'm not gonna call them NFAC or NFAC. I'm gonna <laughs> why use why would you? <laughs> I'm gonna use the full name because I want to give them full credit. You gotta Absolutely. know who they are, well, and and that's a clever name, mostly for my entertainment. Yes, definitely. Uh, came to Louisville demanding justice for 26-year-old Brianna Taylor. The e- an ER tech who was fatally fatally shot by officers in March is that the one who was shot in her home during the no-knock raid?
1: Yeah, yeah, it was. It's really messed up situation. They they busted into her house, uh, scared her and her boyfriend. Her boyfriend grabbed a gun and shot at them. They shot back and killed her.
0: I mean, if somebody busted in my house oh, without yeah, knocking, absolutely. I shoot at them too. too. Absolutely. All right. So it says the group came close to the f- to fifty far right three percent a- Three percenter militia members. These guys don't have nearly as cool of a name. No, three percenters. No. I don't even know what that means. I don't either. I, I understand not fucking around coalition more oh, yeah. than I do. I know three what that percent. means.
1: If someone says, oh, yeah, I'm with the not fucking around coalition, I'm like, oh, excuse me, sir. Go ahead. <laughs> right. I shouldn't have to Google what three percenter means <laughs> yeah, exactly. in someone order says, to get your point across. I'm, I'm a three percenter. I'm like, I, oh, I'm uh, sorry. How long right. do you have to live? <laughs>
0: <laughs> Who are also heavily armed. Police kept the sides apart and tensions eventually dissipated. Both militias had said they wanted to avoid violence. Okay, so they want to avoid violence. They avoided violence. Great. That's good. I there. have no problem with two people facing off. Yeah, and even shouting at each other and walking away from it. That's fine.
1: Yeah, that's that's adult stuff. <laughs> that's it, cr-
0: So yeah, the, the cries of Black Lives Matter were heard through downtown, and one man yelled, "Don't fire unless you're fired upon." So again, yeah, that's responsible. Uh, I'm fine with that. Respect. Absolutely. All right, so there's that's Louisville. Chicago, it says, days after Trump announced uh, the deployment of additional federal agents in Chicago, several several protests took place there Saturday. On city the city's west side, dozens of people joined a youth-led love march to remember victims of gun violence and a call for the defunding of the Chicago Police Department.
1: That's, that sounds legit.
0: Right? Downtown dozens of pro-police protesters, many not wearing face masks... <laughs> <laughs> Sons of a bitch. Didn't we just talk about Fauci? Right. <laughs> Who I like how they tie the flipping I sides know, right. to certain yeah. like mentalities. Yeah. Right. Let us let, digress from that. I don't even care what else went on in fucking Chicago. This part just saying here, in Chicago,
1: I rolled my eyes. Yeah.
0: Well, this part here irritates me the most. Yeah. It's that's
1: like saying
0: went to a pro-Trump. Rally where they're wearing MAGA hats and most of them aren't wearing face masks. Yeah, how many of the fucking protesters were protesting three weeks ago without face masks and people were like, "We don't care. It's yeah, not gonna. Right. It, the, it's this not is gonna, a
1: priority. This is something we need to address. Right. This yeah.
0: this is in no way um gonna hurt harm people's health. Yeah. There is no science that says this is bad. Yeah. So now we get to this article that says, um, a group of uh the pro police force the majority of them not wearing face masks we like we got to point that out mm-hmm. that pro police protesters and not wearing face masks are parallel yeah,
1: right absolutely
0: and also you you should throw in a maga hat too oh absolutely pro police protesters wearing maga hats and not wearing face masks because those are all one and the same absolutely. i mean you have to yeah. yeah so that just irritates me so much that that they throw that out there just to outrage people a little more. Mm-hmm. It's like those motherfuckers not wearing their face masks. Yeah, they're going to kill everybody. Uh, that's what they want. They want mm-hmm. police to kill people. They want COVID to kill people. Mm-hmm. They just want to kill people. Absolutely. And they're racist. Yep.
1: and they want to blame it on the people that are on the other side.
0: Should I read more about Chicago or should no, I just keep it? Let's f- screw you, Chicago. Yeah, we're done with you. All right. Let's scroll down. Uh here's some videos we're not going to watch. Austin, Texas.
1: This one. This one's an interesting one. This one's interesting.
0: At least one person was killed in a shooting in downtown Austin, Texas, on Saturday night in the midst of Black Lives Matter protests, according to Austin-Travis County EMS. According to Facebook Live video recorded by a protester during the hours-long march, car honking could be heard before eight gunshots were unleashed. Several screaming protesters immediately took cover. Police said the suspect is in company, or custody and cooperating with
1: officials. You yes. had
0: another side of the story.
1: Right. Okay. So if you read an article from BBC, it would tell you, I believe this guy's name is Garrett. And he was pushing his girlfriend in a wheelchair to support the, the police because he's a big, or against the police for Black Lives Matter because he's a big supporter of justice. And he was just wa- pushing his girlfriend down the street and he got shot. Okay. Well. The guy was carrying his AK-47 down the street mm-hmm. and apparently got in the face of a motorist and things went badly. Now, the motorist, motorist was a gun-carrying citizen. Absolutely. This is Texas, so probably 99.9% mm-hmm. of them are. And so they're they're trying to make this guy sound like he's just, you know, innocent, nothing. But And I don't know the story. Maybe he is. I don't know. I don't know. Right. But he was carrying an AK-47, so, you know, he was not necessarily on the side of peace.
0: Right. So. Well, in defense of that, because I like to play both sides. No, no, I understand. We did talk about how freaking Ken and Barbie in right. St. Louis, was that it? Yes. Uh, the modern day uh, Bonnie and Clyde were yeah. wielding an AR and a little freaking pea shooter.
1: Yes, which we need to talk about here shortly.
0: Oh, there's more to that? Yes, it gets really good. I didn't know that. <laughs> um, So, yeah, we, we talked about him standing out and confronting. Not right. necessarily confronting, but, like, supposedly defending his home. Right, Rambo but, style. But, yeah, Rambo style. And, I mean, we kind of defended his right to Absolutely. do that. yeah. And, I mean, I don't have a problem with a guy carrying an AK around. Right. De- depending on what he's doing. Right. Because, <laughs> according to reports, the St. Louis guy was waving his weapon at people yes. which we didn't realize Hostile, right. was the proper way to do things yes. that I've been shooting my gun <laughs> wrong you, you got to wave it you got to wave oh, okay. the gun that's gotcha. how you get people it's, back that's off. how you bend bullets isn't it yes oh, that? yeah
1: you remember then we want it yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. you got to hey wave it yeah
0: and it bends the bullets absolutely all right absolutely. so that's what he was trying to do maybe he's trying to <laughs> he was bend trying the bullets bend around the, bullets. the innocent people and hit
1: just the yeah that the, makes a lot of sense yeah. actually so again um, the
0: fact that he was carrying the AK no, no. wasn't
1: grounds for him to get shot. Absolutely. But we don't know the full story.
0: No, no. And we know, probably won't know the full story. But it is interesting that there is two sides of this. One right. side saying, oh, he's just peaceful, pushing his girlfriend around. Right. Because no mention of That article
1: AK. you read exactly doesn't say anything about the fact that he was armed. Right. So, And then
0: the other side is saying this guy was provoking people with an AK. So right. exactly. you got to find a middle ground there. And, uh, yes, it sucks this guy died. And... Um, If he wasn't threatening or he wasn't pointing the gun, if he was pointing the gun at the motorist, then sure, I would shoot him too.
1: Yeah, absolutely.
0: But if he was just carrying it, like, at the ready or whatever, or alert to the dirt, whatever you want to call it, um, then no, no, he didn't deserve to get shot.
1: Yeah, and we'll keep an eye on it and and give you further developments. So um, we'll get into St. Louis. Uh, Go ahead and give that because... Okay, so apparently um, they took their weapons away from him, right? Mm Mm-hmm. Apparently the prosecutor found out that the pistol that Karen was carrying, the Charlie's oh, Angel one yes, was a non functional weapon. It did not it was not put together right. The prosecutor gave it to his guy and said, Put it together right. Yeah, because that well it, when when
0: you confiscate a gun, you have to make sure it's functional. You have to fire mm-hmm. around to make sure it's functional. Yeah. They, they went to fire it. It wasn't functional. Mm-hmm. So they took it apart to see why it wasn't functional. And the reason was because the spring on the firing pin was reversed. Right. Whether that was her stupidity or not, right. it was still not a functional My guess,
1: weapon. she bought the gun like that. She's never fired it the way she was holding it. Mm.
0: Well, they, they, they have an excuse for that, which their lawyer might have told them to say. Well, he is a lawyer. So yes, he is. He said so is she. they used the gun as a, a prop or something in a trial because he's a lawyer. And oh, okay. in order to get it in the courthouse, they have to render render it um, uh, non functioning. Gotcha. So he intentionally set it up that way. Okay, that and makes sense. they intended it not to be functioning, which I I don't buy
1: that. I think they probably put it together wrong. Yeah, that's what themselves. I too. Yeah, and they fucked up, and they yeah. Because why would you confront an angry mob if you thought your life was in danger? If you're holding a pistol that's non functional, because that's a bad way to go. But the shittiest <laughs> part, like you said, is.
0: The prosecutors, or the the police, or whoever it was that's responsible for making sure that's operational, when they took it apart and found it non-operational, they said put it back together operational. They put yeah. it back together operational, fired shots, and it worked. Obviously. Exactly. Well, now Ken and Karen are getting off.
1: Well, yeah, because they they Broke messed protocol. with evidence.
0: Right, T- evidence tampering. So. so, I mean, if you want, if you're completely against what these people did, and you want them to go away. Worst thing you can do is tamper with evidence because right. they're going to get away with whatever they yeah. want.
1: Yeah. I mean, at least, yeah, put it together the way, way it was and be like, you know what? They were just stupid. Yeah. But their intent was still to harm, you yep. know? so Because
0: the the judge might have said what we said and been like, these guys are just too dumb to put together the gun. They still intended it to be right. functional. Absolutely. But now the judge has to say, you tampered with it, You fucked with I'm it. throwing Sorry. it out. Yeah. So, um, a couple more things. Oakland, uh, fire was ignited in Oakland, um. Yeah. At a courthouse, it says? Yes. Yeah, a superior, a superior courthouse, I right. believe. It says, says, um, that's all it really says about that. Fireworks and dangerous projectiles. Portland, we'll get into more on Portland. So I'm not even going to dig into Portland right now because we're going to talk about that later. Yeah,
1: The only thing uh, I have to mention here, um, apparently there was a social media call put out by the Pacific Northwest Youth Liberation Front, which is describes itself as a decentralized network of autonomous youth collectives dedicated to direct action towards total liberation. Put out a call for Antifa cells to come together and unite. Basically, Thundercats ho. Um, (laughs) (laughs) The federal government has been waged war against Portland, which has been protesting every day for 50 days straight. And now feds are going to war against protesters everywhere in an attempt to take control and snuff out the fire of the uprising. We must become more powerful. Form uh, an affinity group, coordinate an action. Infinity, like the Infinity Wars. <laughs> I wish <laughs> that would make it much more interesting. Mm-hmm. Uh, get tactical, mask up, bring a friend, <laughs> and
0: show up. Do you get extra <laughs> points for bringing a friend? Do you get like? <laughs> do you get like bring a friend, get half off? <laughs>
1: Just... You know, I hope so. So, but they. Um, yeah, so this goes out to the Marin Youth Liberation Front, the Tennessee Youth Liberation Front, the Direct Action Alliance, the Maryland Youth Liberation Front, and Olympia mm-hmm. Youth, Liber- and they're planning action in Oakland, Tacoma, Seattle, Portland, Salem, New Jersey, uh, La- Washington D.C., Eugene, Oregon, Los Angeles, Richmond, and Las Vegas at Bellagio wow. Fountains. Really? Why kind of screw with the Bellagio?
0: Why? <laughs> Why would <laughs> bastards? <laughs> So a lot of a lot of stuff still going on. And like I said, a lot of it's uh building up because of the stuff that Trump's pushing in the feds and yes. uh federal agents and um the stuff going on in Portland that we're gonna dig into more is um Trump is setting and it started in Portland and it's like kind of developing in other um major cities like Chicago is one in particular. But it, um the, there are reports that unmarked yes officers or agents in just camouflage that no id rolling up in unmarked vehicles snatching people off the streets and arresting them or kidnapping them as people are saying it Mm -hmm. i mean again kind of like the no knock policy if somebody busted into my house and started shooting i'm gonna shoot back somebody rolled up, especially in today's age where there's all these militia groups and stuff going on, right. they're all, like, tacked out yeah. in cam And they're not
1: identified. Right. They're not wearing any kind of insignia and mm-hmm. no kind of, you know, tags. You don't know what, you know, what division they Who's who, with. yeah. Right. You exactly. don't know
0: if they're a militia group. You don't know if they're part of, quote, unquote, Antifa or whatever. Right. Right. Rolls up on you. I'm going to throw some punches. I'm going to resist yeah. because you're not yeah. arresting me at this point. You are snatching me up. Yep. I'm sorry. That's that's what's happening, and that's what people are getting pissed off about. Right. Is because this is basically appearing to be kidnapping. Right. And I mean, what like what do you do? Like we're gonna get into it more with like the laws and stuff that uh they're they're using to back these right. these these actions that Trump's using and and um the Uh, what's his name bar homeland security uh, and homeland Homeland security the attorney general and all those people are using to back this up uh we're going to get into that but yeah just just that alone without anything else it's just insane and of course people are getting upset about it and that started in portland saying that they were trying to protect like federal buildings and and the statues and Uh, stuff uh, like that apparently
1: there was a federal courthouse that was attacked and vandalized and uh, apparently the these guys in the unmarked were um, were snatching suspects mm-hmm. that they had based off of social media um, based off of um, you know cell phone records and stuff. And that's why they were snatching these particular people up. And remember, um, Trump signed that executive order that mm-hmm. said if you go after federal property or monument or something that what twenty years we said, at least twenty years. Yeah. so, yeah,
0: so I mean, He's been putting this in motion for a couple months now.
1: Yeah. And you know, the, the Portland mayor, you know, is not doing jack shit. And it's funny. The Portland mayor, you see all these
0: articles and all these Facebook posts saying that Trump, Trump's federal agents gassed yeah, the Portland yeah, mayor. Right. I I mean, I didn't see what happened. Yeah. But I'm almost positive it's not the way it sounds that they didn't like storm his office and throw in gas canisters and intentionally gas the Portland mayor. Right. He happened to be, or intentionally was, for a photo op or what what have you, in an area that was getting cleared right. by these agents with gas, and he happened to get gas in his eyes and it, his his eyes got a little itchy or something like right. that. Yeah. I mean, if it was if it was bad and he needed medical attention, we would have been hearing about that, not oh, yeah. just Portland right. mayor got gas. So a lot of uproar about um, the uh, overstepping of the federal government and of Trump onto cities and state rights and stuff like that. And um, we're going to get into that. We're, we're going to wrap up this first hour because um, we're getting close to the end. So uh, we're going to take a break quick. Definitely keep... L- your eye out on some of these things that are happening like what was that group called that you had just read about oh the with pacific
1: the in- uh what northwest uh Liber- youth liberation front
0: another another group that is yeah. springing and, up out and, of this
1: and, from the uh social media post it seems like there's quite a few uh, youth liberation move movements that are going through right now mm-hmm. so,
0: so more activist groups uh springing up here so um we're gonna have to keep our eye out on that we say it every week we're gonna Give You updates as we find out because th- some of this stuff is just popping up this weekend, like we said, mm-hmm. or even like as we're, we're talking, that like stuff's popping up, and so yeah. oh, um,
1: because you know, we talked about China last week, and there was a whole bunch of crap we didn't even get to that with the closing of consulate buildings uh, in mm-hmm. Texas and San Francisco, and then finding a bunch of spies, and yeah, and all kinds so of stuff that that situation's escalating, and that happened like right after we did our last show, right? So. And
0: they had that they were like holding somebody hostage or something.
1: Yeah. They well they were hiding a, um, a, a, fugitive or... a spy, mm-hmm. um, a Chinese spy in the consulate building. Right. So this stuff keeps developing. Um, maybe we'll,
0: maybe we'll, we don't have time to talk about no, the China don't. stuff, no, but no, no, no. maybe we can dig into some bonus content later this week or sure. something when I get back and, and, and let you know what all is going on with that. But we're going to wrap this up real quick. We're going to go to break, go ahead and get your drink. Um, Don't go too far. Definitely come back. As you all know by now, our breaks are really short. Um, Hit a pause button if you need to, but definitely come back and listen to the second hour. We are going to dig into uh, more of this Portland stuff and um, Trump's overstepping, declaring martial law, whatever you call it, not even declaring, but kind of implementing it, um, or whether it's just him within his rights of some of these laws that was signed into effect decades ago. So. Um, we're going to take a look at that. And I don't think either one of us really has an opinion of which side of it.
1: Yeah. It, you know, it's just um, a lot of wrong on both sides, mm-hmm. you know, and I, we both, I think we both see the p- potential harm that mm-hmm. this can open the door to. Um, but at the same time, you, we see the, the you know, the shittiness of these mayors yep. wanting to push their agenda. And so it's just. Um, and we're on break. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, I feel like I'm in the Oscars.
0: Hey, everybody. I just want to take this time to give a big shout out to the very first sponsor of the Break the Bell podcast that is Goulash Media. They can be found at goulashmedia.net. Uh, Goulash Media specializes in graphic design, web design, audio recordings, video work, wedding videos, uh, music videos, even political campaign videos. Uh, goulash media caters to the little guy with the big vision you can check them out at goulashmedia.net that's g-o-u-l-a-s-h media.net all right we are back and before we get really into it i just want to say sorry to bill for the abrupt cutoff to break um. it's- Hey, you know, when, in, when you're done with me, you're done with me. In my defense, in my defense of all of that, um, I did say we were going to break, and you just kept talking, <laughs> and so I felt like I had to be the guy on Gladiator that gave the like the thumbs I, up I, or thumbs down.
1: I felt like I was in the Oscars giving my thank <laughs> you speech, and and you started playing me out. <laughs> I, played, I I gave you the thumbs
0: down because it's time to go to break. People, the people spoke and they wanted break. Okay. No, in, in reality, um, I'm using my wife's computer because mine is in the shop again for repairs. And this thing is just being a piece of shit. So I had <clears throat> moused over um, the the exit music. And when I did, apparently the, the touchpad is so <laughs> sensitive that all of a sudden she's like, oh, I, I, I guess we're on break now. So the computer gave you the thumbs down. The computer's that's, like, fuck um, you. We're going to break I, now. Th- that's not the first
1: time that's happened.
0: <laughs> so... So <clears throat> didn't mean to cut you off? I don't even know what you're saying, but it must not have been that important for it's, the computer to
1: I, to be honest, to I don't remember myself. All right. So. so
0: so we're gonna move on. Um, like we mentioned before, we're gonna get more into this, starting in Portland with the federal agents going in and with Trump sending in federal agents to other cities as well now, like Chicago, and he's talking about Detroit and I think um, some of these other big cities. To start out with, um, what was it, two or th- two months ago, he started tweeting out, and it was right. just constantly Law and Order, all caps, right. yelling Law and Order, which part of me wonders if he's talking about this, or maybe he's just in his favorite episode of Law and Order. He's like, oh, be. Law and no, Order.
1: Law and Order for the win. And he's just <laughs> like got Tourette, so he had to yell it out. That could be. It's be. like when Donald I Trump does that.
0: It's like when I post on Facebook, baseball's back, because I was excited baseball was back. Right. And he's just it like, was a
1: trets moment.
0: Yeah, it's like seven o'clock PM.
1: Law and order.
0: It's on again.
1: <laughs> Life can begin again.
0: <laughs> yep. No, uh, in reality though, like Trump has been saying for uh months now that if the cities can't get their shit together and start right. um enforcing the laws, that he's gonna do it for them. And we talked all the way back at the beginning of our show, um, the the podcast in an early episode, that um, it sounds like he's like pushing towards uh, martial law,
1: right? Well, and he signed that that executive order um, at Mount Rushmore. He talked about how he's signing that would make uh, destroying or vandalizing a, a federal monument or a federal building would be considered a massive crime with up to twenty years of punishment. Right, so he's been setting the stage for for this.
0: Yeah, so I mean, this shouldn't come as a surprise. The way
1: his right. rhetoric has been naming Antifa, domestic terrorist organization. Mm-hmm. Yes, he's been so he's been building towards this for a while. Mm-hmm.
0: So just to reiterate, we kind of talked about this. Like I said in an earlier episode, um, I'm not. We're not going to say that he's imposing martial law because he hasn't come out and declared it. I don't even know. Does he have to like officially declare it or?
1: Yeah, you know. I, I believe he does.
0: And he hasn't actually officially declared it. But people are saying that he's like little by little just like kind of like pushing it like gradually right. into that direction.
1: Yeah, he basically he has to come out and he has to give them a time frame. Mm-hmm. And be like, look, you got 24 hours to get out of the area, and calm things down or I'm going to send in troops.
0: Right. So the what martial law is exactly is martial law involves the temporary substitution of military authority for civilian rule and is usually invoked in a time of war, rebellion, or natural disaster. Has COVID or corona been declared a natural disaster yet? No. No, no it but but it could get to that point. Yeah. Um, we see a time of rebellion with all the protests. Yes. So the stage is set for him. It is. T- to go there. Yes. But um, – um, he hasn't officially declared it because it, it is an election season, right. so,
1: um, I don't see him taking that step. Yeah. Anytime. It, soon, it's, um, officially. Right. And it, it, it looks like it's been a, a nice long climb to kind of get to this point. Mm-hmm. Like we kind of talked about, but the, the infrastructure, as far as the law goes, has been kind of built in motion for a while now too, to kind of create this. Right.
0: So, uh, A little more on martial law. It says, when martial law is in effect, the military commander of an area or country has unlimited authority to make and enforce laws. So, again, just kind of recapping, when martial law is imposed, all these other rights go out the window. Like your rights to habeas corpus and free trials and um, even like –
1: a specific time of arrest, those right. those go out yeah. the window. Any due process that you would normally get under arrest is gone. Yep. So all those, the rights
0: they read you before they mm-hmm. arrest you, they don't have to do that. And, and
1: which we've seen with these videos, I don't know if you've watched them, but these guys are, they're, they're wearing camo, mm-hmm. but otherwise there's no distinguishing markings on them. Mm-hmm. You know, there's nothing to say they're, they're what branch of the military they're with or law enforcement agency. I mean, they're just wearing masks, helmets, camo, vest. Unmarked vehicles. Unmarked vehicles, carrying weapons.
0: Snatching them up. Snatching them up.
1: Not reading rights and
0: putting them in cuffs.
1: For all we know, they could be three percenters.
0: (laughs) Don't know who they are. or What what was the other one? The the not fucking around coalition. (laughs) Yes. Yes. My favorite coalition of all the coalitions. Um, So, again, I'm not saying that he's imposing martial law, but it is kind of looking like that structure is there, at least, or like certain things are being implemented there. Um just kind of found this article. This article alone is interesting. Not even <laughs> not even the the meat and potatoes that we're trying to get out of it. It's just all the stuff around it. I'm yeah. So I, I decided to use this article. This is from NBCnews.com. NBC
1: of, News wrote this? Yes. Yep. What? Or at least posted in it. Right? I would have figured this would have been like a high school newspaper. Maybe it was a freelancer <laughs> that they picked up, but it's huh. titled
0: "Portland Protesters on Being Detained, Chased by Federal Agents as the Situation
1: Intensifies." First of all, the title's not catchy at all. No, it's so <laughs>
0: long. Come on,
1: it's like write a paragraph. Yeah, at least do an time. acronym.
0: So, this is the the authors are Suzanne Chachowski, Shamar Walters,
1: John V. Bawani, and Jareem Imam. Four so, people wrote that. Four them? people wrote this. <laughs> How many, how many people does it take to change a light bulb? All right. Let's see how
0: long <laughs> it takes in this article to see what's actually going on in Portland. Yes.
1: Yeah, let's yes. wait and see the facts. All right. Here, I'll show. Well, what does they say? journalists needs to answer who, what, when, and where. And All right. Up. So let's see what we got here.
0: Juniper Simonis has been supporting the Black Lives Matter so, movement in Portland, Oregon, since the killing where? of George Floyd in May. Okay. We got that. She's the... Because the, the article is like kind of a first-hand recount of um, what's going on down there. In a show of solidarity, Simonis, thirty-five, a trans woman who works as a quantitative ecologist and who mm. uses gender-neutral pronouns. That that's good. What is she for breakfast? What? <laughs> why the fuck do we need to know that in this? Like, I, I don't know. Congratulations. I mean, is that yeah. what we're supposed well, to say here? Yeah.
1: Good job being woke.
0: Or maybe it's just for them to. Explain away why they're saying them and they instead of he yes. or she. So maybe that's why they felt the need to. Anyway, she vi- they visited. Sorry, <laughs> sorry. Demonstrations near their home I'm triggered in southeast Portland. But on July 10th, Simonis was outside the Edith Green Wendell Wyatt Federal Building in downtown Portland. That's a mouthful. Yeah, I mean, shorten your name of your building. Come on. <laughs> Um, with their service dog. So is this person and their service dog. <laughs> Wallace. Wallace. They had to include the name Wallace is the service dog. That's the name of the dog? Yep. Okay, that's good to know. When S- Simonis was de- detained by federal law enforcement officers, Simonis said the officers failed to identify themselves. Like we said, they, mm-hmm. they just rolled up and detained mm-hmm. them without um, identifying themselves. Moments before being arrested, Simonas said agents deployed pepper spray. Simonas said the force of the spray fired from less than 10 feet away bruised their face. Interesting. I don't I I don't understand that. Was it a canister that got shot at their face? Because it says the force of the
1: spray. Yeah, you would make it think that they actually like shot the spray at her, and the force of it from less than 10 feet away knocked her and bruised her. Bruised her face, their face. That's some spray. Serious, yeah. and, and I'm really, really distracted by you using the plural of there. <laughs> I'm
0: sorry. I'm just. I'm, I know. I I'm know reading the article, I and know, I'm trying to. I know. I'm trying to make everyone. Uh, maybe it may, she means her and Wallace. During the rest, Simonis added. Speaking of Wallace, during the rest, Simonis added that one of the officers squeezed Wallace so hard the dog defecated. The dog was probably scared. Right. <laughs> it's scary how bad they are at their jobs because of the weapons they have at their disposal, Simonas told NBC News. I don't know if they practice squeezing dogs. So this wasn't a freelancer. This is NBC News reporting this. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Simonas was held for more than eight hours. Federal agents dragged Simonas inside the... The building. I'm not going to read that long name again. No. Then later transported them by car to a federal courthouse nearby, where Simonis was ultimately transferred into U.S. Marshal Custody. Okay. Simonis asked numerous times to make phone calls for legal representation. But yes. said the, of- the officers provided neither and didn't provide answers about what was happening. Simonis was released earlier the following morning, morning with two citations. Failure to comply with a lawful order of a police officer... And assaulting, resisting, impeding certain officers or employees. So I'm just gonna leave that at that. That's kind of you get a a look of what's going on. Yeah,
1: guys. right. Well, what was your last name, uh, Simonis? Simonis what? Or Our what first Simonis? name
0: was I, I? don't remember. You're making me scroll. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh this was Juniper Simonis.
1: Okay. I so like
0: Juniper. Juniper Simonis gets detained. Like we said, mm-hmm. nobody tells him what. They did wrong. Nobody identifies themselves as officers. Yet, the charges that was put on this person was failure to comply with a lawful order of a police officer who is unidentified as a police officer and assaulting, resisting, or impeding certain officers or employees. Mm -hmm. Two charges. Can you say you impeded an arrest of an o- by an officer when you're not identified as an officer because like we yeah. said somebody tried to abduct me right and didn't identify themselves hell yes I'm oh, going yeah. to impede everybody's going to be fighting I'm back. going to resist it yeah and hell yes I'm going to fail to comply with that person's order because who are who are you who are you to give me this order so if if in fact they're not identifying as this person describes that they didn't have a clue what was going on. Then why, how would you expect them to comply or not resist?
1: Right. Yeah, absolutely. Now, something I really feel like they should have put in the article is that she she does demoli- she does um derby. She's like a skater, like a pro skater. A roller derby? Yeah. Nice. I know. It's interesting. Anyways, I was trying to get the other side of the story um to see like I it doesn't it, right. it doesn't even really matter if well, if what they're saying is actually
0: happening, and I'm not saying it is or it isn't. Right. If what they're saying is actually happening, again, yes, you should be resisting it because anybody no, I, out there could be picking you up.
1: No, I, I agree, I agree. But again, is is was she a part of something? Is that why she's getting picked up? Like, yeah, did did well, she yeah. did she? Set a federal building on fire? Did she bust out some throws some firecrackers in? I mean, right. That you're not getting that side of anything. No,
0: and there probably is good reason why this person was arrested. Right. But again, to do it, do so without identifying yourself. No, I agree with that. Yes. Um, like, like, where's the line there? And the fact that it, the request was made for a call, phone call to lawyers, right, was denied, right. Again, like, what What country are we living in?
1: No, no, I agree. Yes, yeah. Like,
0: <laughs> where, where's this going? I and mean, then, like, how – if you set this precedent
1: – Well, yeah, it's a slippery slope. Where does it go and, to? and as we follow the steps of how we got here, I mean, we'll see it's been a slippery slope the entire time it right. went into effect. So but,
0: memes have been going around that um, the law that, that made this possible, all this
1: is brought to you by
0: Barack Obama. Right. Um. The, the one that's been the most like circulating was one that I had seen that said that um, all this was enacted through Obama signing the NDAA of
1: 2012.
0: Right. right. And I, I kind of Googled that, and you see posts from 2012 where it's like Obama signed this law that says he can detain citizens indefinitely without reason and right. stuff like that. I looked up this, and I'm going to pull it up. And I couldn't find anywhere where this supported what's happening.
1: Right, yeah. And and the NDAA, actually, they, they sign a new one every year, and all it is is defense budgeting.
0: Right. So here is, and this was specifically the section that I was told to follow through somebody else's post, um, section 1021 and 1022. And you scroll through these, and this section talks about counterterrorism. And it at first it talks about, like, Um, Congress affirms the authority of the president to use all necessary measures, necessary and appropriate force pursuant to the authorization for use of military force, includes the authority of the armed forces of the U.S. to detain covered persons, quote-unquote covered persons, as defined in Section B, uh, pending disposition under the law of war. Covered persons in this section— are described as, one, a person who planned, authorized, committed, or aided the terrorist attacks that occurred on September 11, 2001. It's not talking about all terrorists. Right. It spe- specifies um, the people that are responsible for September eleventh if you subscribe to that actually happening right. the way they say. A person who was a part – number two is a person who was a part of or substantially supported al-Qaeda, the Taliban, or associated forces that are engaged in hostilities against the United States – or its coalition partners, including any person who has committed a belligerent act or has directly supported such hostilities and aid of such enemy forces. You scroll down to section 1022. This is why I say, um, from what I've read, I haven't read through this entire thing because it is insanely long. Right. Uh, this section here, if you scroll down to 1022, oh, shit. where is it? This section specifically says, Applicability to United States citizens and lawful resident aliens. Number one, United States citizens. The requirement to detain a person in military custody under this section does not extend to citizens of the United States. Right. So that there alone says this is not what he's using to apply. Right. And it wasn't signed. I mean, this was a sign, was signed by Obama. Like you said, right. it's annually kind of a, right. a re-signing or re-kind of um, – describing these things and reaffirming it and stuff right but that one right there says specifically does not apply to citizens of the united states correct so let's throw that one out the window it's ndaa 2012 gone gone other things that the trump administration is um using to back this up specifically is the 40 u.s code 1315
1: yep and i got that one here okay Okay, and so this says, uh, let's see, Secretary of Homeland Security for Protection of Public Property. It says here, to the extent provided for by transfers made pursuant to the Homeland Security Act of 2002, Secretary of Homeland Security shall protect the buildings, grounds, and property that are owned, occupied, or secured by the federal government, including any agency, instrumentality, or wholly owned or mixed ownership, cooperation thereof and the persons of the property says um, agents the secretary may designate employees of the Department of Homeland Security including employees transferred to the department from the Office of the Federal Protective Service of the General Services Administration pursuant to 2002 officers and agents of for duty in connection with the connection of protection of property owned or occupied by the federal government and persons on the property including duty in areas outside the property to the extent necessary to protect the property and persons on the property. Then it says, while engaged in performance of official duties, an officer or agent may um, under this uh, subsection may enforce federal laws and regulations for the protection of property, carry firearms, make an arrest without a warrant for any offense against the United States committed in the presence of the officer or agent, or for any felony cognizable, under our laws of the United States, if the officer or agent has reasonable grounds to believe that the person to be arrested has committed or is committing a felony.
0: I can break this down a little bit, uh, Barney style. I got this article here that kind of breaks it down a little. I didn't know if
1: you're going to put it in song for us.
0: I, I can. I can sing. <laughs> Do it. I, I got to have a lot more don't alcohol for that. <laughs> um, so I'm going to pull up this one because... I mean that's that's a lot of words. It is,
1: but basically, um, so they protect the federal buildings and properties, mm-hmm. right? And it also means that um, Homeland Security may um, basically deputize mm-hmm. their own agents. Yeah, they right?
0: can uh, pull in whatever resources from other agencies it, right. and, to do this. And
1: that un- that explains why they don't have like a uniform, like. With federal insignia police, sort of. and yeah. stuff on that because they're from different agencies. Yep.
0: So they're pulling in people from, like, say, ICE. They're right. pulling in people from Homeland uh, the, Security, the FDA even. Right, right, there. Yeah. Like, people that right. are supposed to be enforcing, like, food right. regulations. Right. I mean, any federal agency right. that has officers, they can pull them Yeah, from. the
1: firearms and um, – So
0: imagine the training that
1: they have for that. Oh, yeah, absolutely.
0: So uh, this article, like I said, breaks it down a little bit. Um, this is on I- – on Lawandcrime.com, uh, it says while well, performing – so I, the, I just scrolled down where it, it kind of breaks down this this, this uh, 40 U.S. Code, 1315. While performing their official duties, the officers – like you said, it's specifically for like protecting federal buildings and federal employees.
1: Right. But they are able to, if they see somebody committing a crime in their presence, mm-hmm. and they're also able to investigate crimes that have been committed.
0: Yep. And I think this talks about that too. It says, while performing their official duties, officers and agents have the right to enforce federal laws and regulations, carry firearms, make arrests. This is all the stuff you read here. Mm -hmm. And then it goes on to say, so that's kind of a lot, but wait, there's more. Not only can the DHS, Department of Homeland Security, Secretary, empower individual officers, but they can also create their own regulations those officers get to enforce. And DHS gets to decide the penalties for violating those officers. So these officers or the department they can can make up these rules and regulations and then they can make up the penalties at the same time. So it says um, the secretary and consolation with the administration of general services may prescribe regulations necessary for the protection and administration of property owned or occupied by the federal government and persons in their property. The regulation may include reasonable penalties within the limits prescribed in paragraph two for violations of the regulations that they just made up. Uh, the regulations shall be posted and remain posted in a conspicuous place on the property. So they have to post the regulations, though. They mm-hmm. can't just make up a regulation and arrest you for something that isn't like clearly posted. So right. says a statute was meant to create broad resources and powers for DHS when it comes to enforcing laws in the fight against global terror. Essentially, all law enforcement mechanisms can become DHS when it's convenient. Uh, Let's scroll down. There's some more stuff. Local law enforcement professionals such as Philadelphia DA uh, Larry Krasner plan to handle Portland-like tactics in their own way. He issued a statement... Anyone, including federal law enforcement, who unlawfully assaults and kidnaps people will face criminal charges from my office. So they're going to charge these people, federal yeah, agents.
1: That would be interesting. Uh,
0: there was other stuff in here that I was trying to find. But it was like you said, they they have the right to um, basically arrest without warrant mm-hmm. anybody who appears to be committing crimes or planning crimes against um, – federal buildings or federal personnel. And um, also that isn't like their, their powers and investigation powers can be used either within or outside of federal buildings. So it's not like they are limited to just arresting people on federal property. Right. They have the ability to investigate off property. So yeah. On the streets of Portland.
1: Right. So assuming Simonis is, is innocent, Mm -hmm. right. She was probably walking Wallace in an area that had just recently been vandalized, right, mm-hmm. and
0: or they're planning to vandalize, or, or planning to vandalize, plan. right,
1: and maybe, or maybe they picked up something on her social media where she was like, you know, yeah, fuck them, let's torch the place, mm-hmm. right, and so they they picked her up, took her in for questioning, and then released her,
0: right, and so, that again, this law was not signed into effect by Obama, no, no, it was not. This comes all the way back to like post 9-11 right. times. Yeah.
1: And yeah. And actually, um, okay. So um, this is an article. It's from the military times. Okay. And it um, says, uh, don't do that. Okay. It says president Donald Trump's warning that he would deploy the United States military to take any state that refuses to take aggressive action against rioting rest on a longstanding presidential power that gives wide latitude. Decision to do so would be met with likely legal opposition and from governors and mayors. Uh, Trump had said, if a city or state refuses to take the action that are necessary to defend the life and property of the residents, then I will deploy the U.S. military and quickly solve the problem for them. It um, says here, legal experts say the president does have the authority under the Insurrection Act of 1807 to dispatch the military in states that are unable to put down an insurrection. 1807. So, or are defined federal law.
0: So 213 years ago.
1: Yes. In the last half century, presidents have sent the military to southern states to ensure desegregation of schools and to protect civil rights in the 1950s and 1960s and to L.A. after the California governor sought federal help during the 1992
0: riots. Again, we're seeing parallels to the 1960s, mm-hmm. uprisings, and,
1: and um, civil unrest. Exactly. Um, let's see. The president of the United States is not a dictator, and President Trump does not have and will not dominate New York State, says Attorney General Latita James. Um, ACLU of course is upset Uh, they said that he does have the ability to do this but it would be irresponsible and dangerous Mm -hmm. Um, then they go on and they talk to national security and constitutional law expert who said um, that uh, the federal government does not necessarily need a state request before using troops for domestic law enforcement and that the insurrection act is open-ended in letting the president decide when circumstances are merited It says the Interaction Act had not been used since 1992 when they went into L.A. Um, Says that it's hard to imagine um, courts second-guessing factual determinations by the president, but that is what is happening. Um, Goes on to say here, okay, it says absent a request from the legislature or the governor of a state, the only way the power can be lawfully exercised is if there was an impeding of federal authority. Um says here that the gov- um, president must give them a tie frame, say like they must quell the protest within 24 hours before he um, sends in the troops to enforce the law.
0: So similar to the requirements for imposing right. martial law.
1: It says here um, he has the power to enforce his law, um, but he is not saying that with these laws. They're not saying that these laws are not being enforced. He is saying that they're not being enforced the way he wants them enforced is what they're saying.
0: Yeah, and that goes back to, again, his tweets that he's been posting out. Look, if you don't take care of it, I'm going to take care of it. And what the local authorities are saying, hey, we're taking care of it the way we we see necessary. Right. And that's not good enough for you. You shouldn't be coming and imposing federal law over um, our state law or our our local law enforcement.
1: Which is interesting jurisdiction-wise, right? Okay, so you have a federal building in a town, Mm -hmm. right. The mayor is refusing to protect that federal building. Yes. Okay. So where does that put the jurisdiction at that point? Right. You know?
0: Right. I mean, and I could see if they were sending in federal agents like to guard the federal buildings. Right. But when you're rolling in unmarked, like we said, um, snatch and grab, snatch and grab policies that, I mean, in the very least he is, Painting with very broad strokes, this these laws that supposedly support what he's doing. Mm-hmm. I mean, he is he is pushing the line, if not completely crossing the line, he's definitely pushing it as far as he can. Right. And the problem is, you get vague laws like like with martial law or like with some of these things that say, "Hey, if we deem you a threat, uh, we right. have this these capabilities that we can go use with little to no like serious explanation of right. of what that entails, little to know, like um, um, standard operating procedures right. and yeah. stuff. So, without completely defining, it's kind of like the Constitution, right? If it doesn't, if it's not mentioned in the Constitution, it's not really a thing. But well, but, the but Const-
1: it, it falls to the states at that point. If right. it's not mentioned in the Constitution, to, yes. the, yeah, the states are able to then fill in the blanks, right?
0: But but the Supreme Courts and the federal government lately paints the Constitution really broadly right. when it comes to stuff like that because you don't see all these stuff that aren't mentioned in the Constitution. Like, say, income tax. That's not in the Constitution. Right. So you get libertarians saying that, in, that taxation is theft because it's not in the Constitution, especially federal income tax. Right. It's not in the Constitution. It should all solely fall to the states. Yes. If by what you're saying is true. Right. Just a very – like a minor example of how the, the federal reach – has become so much bigger right, than it ever was than it intended, ever was intended yeah. because the things not falling under that was supposed to fall to state and local, but we, we just like blanket things to make it right. kind of fall under federal. And yeah. we usually utilize things like broad terms, like interstate commerce and stuff like right. that to, to make, make it fall under federal jurisdiction.
1: Right. Yeah. Because you do see, you know, yes, federal income tax, but then you see states that do not have state income tax. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's federal overreaching. Yep. So. And I think you and I both agree that, you know, anytime an American citizen is being detained against their will without being told what they're being, you know, anything that infringes on their their due process, mm-hmm. you know, and their civil rights is a bad thing. Mm-hmm. So, definitely.
0: And a lot of this became more and more overreaching After nine eleven, immediately following nine eleven, yes, the the Patriot Patriot Act kind of put the wheels in motion for a lot of this other stuff going on. Yeah, if you don't know what the Patriot Act is, a lot of people, I mean, it's crazy to think that two thousand one is nearly twenty years ago now. So a lot of people listening to this were barely alive, right, or in school or what have you, have no clue. Of everything that kind of happened after nine yeah. eleven, they they've heard of nine eleven, right,
1: right, but, but they, they don't, they don't know. really know what it was, right. So and the and the Patriot Act is one of those things that, um, looks good on paper, right? Yeah. I mean, and I took a legal ethics class a couple years ago, and overwhelmingly the other students supported this, and mm-hmm. and their reasoning was like, it'll protect us from the uh, terrorist. Mm-hmm. And I'm not worried about it because I'm not doing anything wrong. Yeah. It's right? kind
0: of like the whole thing for the cops. Like pro-police officer people are like, well, if you aren't doing anything wrong, you right. don't have anything to worry about.
1: Right. But again, what's wrong is in the eye of the beholder. Right.
0: <laughs> yeah. So the USA Patriot Act, and like you said, it look, you, you mentioned it looks good on paper, all the way down to the name of it looks good on paper. Because right. even the whole phrase USA Patriot Act is an acronym. They picked, like, yeah. the best name on paper and made this acronym that's almost, like,
1: ironic to what yeah.
0: patriotism and,
1: is. And before, the the grandfather of the Patriot Act, right? Okay, you've seen these ads that says Joe Biden wrote the Patriot Act. Mm-hmm. He didn't write the Patriot Act.
0: Well, it's like saying um, Al Gore invented the internet. Right, right,
1: right. So he, after the Oklahoma City bombing, Biden wrote up a law that is... Similar. Similar... But it never really took off. Maybe the basis. Yeah, kind of the roots, maybe. Yeah. So, um, so it, it, you know, I'm not a Biden fan, but he's not necessarily responsible for this no. either. So.
0: so, the USA Patriot Act stands for Uniting and Strengthening America by Providing Appropriate Tools Required <laughs> to Intercept and Obstruct Terrorism. Somebody
1: was high as fuck when they made that
0: well, up. <laughs> I want to know whose job, because it's got to be somebody's sole job to come up with these acronyms. Oh, yeah, that, because, because
1: that is Olympic style acronym making, right, right
0: there. It's like somebody gave. It's like first of all, we got our 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 team that comes up with the the most flowery sounding name, such as the Patriot Act. That sounds great, right? Oh yeah, I absolutely. mean, who doesn't who,
1: want to be a patriot? Who, who's not patriotic, especially exactly. after 9-11? Exactly. Oh my gosh, that's when everybody was patriotic.
0: And now we shift over to Joe. Who needs to come up with a great acronym that USA Patriot Act stands for? (laughs) So Joe came up with, you know what? Let's go with United and Strengthening America by Providing Appropriate Tools Required to Intercept and Obstruct Terrorism. The Patriot Act was written following September 11th attacks in an effort to dramatically tighten U.S. national security, particularly as it related to foreign terrorism. Yes. The act included three main provisions. Expanded abilities of law enforcement to surveil, including by tapping domestic and international phones. So it's not just like um, tapping into like Al-Qaeda phone lines and stuff like that. We're we're talking about surveilling uh, domestic, like citizens and stuff, like searching out the terrorists. Yes. Number two, it eased interagency communication to allow federal agencies to more effectively, use all available resources in counterterrorism efforts. It's kind of like what we said about this other act where they can pull in resources from all these other federal agencies to right. use
1: for this goal. What's needed.
0: And number three, increase penalties for terrorism crimes and expanded list of activities which would qualify someone to be charged with terrorism.
1: And this law, again, it was right after 9-11. Everybody mm-hmm. was like, "Woo, go America. Right. There was three Republicans and one Democrat that voted against this thing. Right, one was Ron Paul, yes, he was one, and the reasoning behind it was because number one, it contained indefinite detainment of immigrants. Mm -hmm. Okay, it also um, meant that they could um, search without consent, Mm -hmm. and it also held um, these NYSEL letters, little uh, NSL letters that we'll get into as we continue. Okay, yeah, I
0: don't even know what that is, so um. So we're at the Patriot Act like we said it it kind of was the the grounds and basis for all the stuff that's come up now and it also led to huge freaking freedom issues huge like um invasion of privacy issues which it was exposed through Edward Snowden yes. with like the NSA wiretapping um every single phone and every with without warrant they right. just saved all your phone records yeah and this guy's still on the run today because, um, oh. I mean, you say Patriot Act. I mean, no. <laughs> I, I would think. I mean, you look at this guy, and everyone's like, "Oh, he's a traitor to his country." No, th- this guy is is a true patriot, right? So, yeah. in my opinion, because he exposed this stuff, right? And so it led to, like you were saying, indefinite arrests. It led to if you were a suspected terrorist, um, like due process basically went out oh, the yeah. window. Absolutely. Um, this is when. All these people were getting shipped to Guantanamo Bay and yep. being, like, tortured and stuff like that Yeah, because torture couldn't be accomplished here on U.S. soil, obviously. Exactly, yeah. So let's ship they them to Cuba. To
1: sh- exactly, because everybody loves torture in Cuba. Mm-hmm. So
0: the Patriot Act kind of expired during Obama's era, and then he kind of – not him, but in his presidency, it was kind of revised into – the, what was it? The Freedom Act? USA Freedom Act. Yep, yep. And which is also an acronym. Do you have yeah. the acronym for that?
1: No, I don't. But I no, was going to say, um, so they yeah. actually, they um, they had to change the Patriot Act a little bit um, because they're coming up with a lot of unconstitutional rulings. Right. And so they changed a lot of things for 2005. But before Bush signed it into to expand it, he changed everything back. <laughs>
0: Nice. He's yeah. like, uh, no. He's I like, no, so.
1: I, I like these things. So yeah. then in 2012, Obama signed the uh, Patriot Sunset Expansion Act, which was a four-year extension of um, roving wiretaps of um, uh, to conduct surveillance of lone wolves and rogues and um, to do a search of um, businesses. What- okay.
0: I found it interesting when I was reading how it expanded to lone wolves. Cause remember right about then was the, the lone wolf narrative. Yes. It was all over. You could hear yeah. it like this guy. It almost seemed like they didn't want to scare us. Like from my perspective at the time it was like, they didn't want to scare us thinking that this could possibly be another terrorist organization. Right. So we're going with this lone wolf narrative. Right. So we, we kind of get off the trail, but to me thinking now It just gave them free access to call almost any individual person a terrorist by using this lone wolf narrative. Because I I never even heard really the the, the phrase lone wolf in this context until about that time frame. So then when we were looking into this, I was like, oh, that's interesting. They they changed this and like doubled down on this lone wolf thing in the USA Freedom
1: Act. Yeah. So which was in
0: 2015. Mm -hmm. Which – the USA Freedom Act, the acronym, just so you know, stands for, thank you, Joe, acronym Joe, um, Uniting and Strengthening America by Fulfilling Rights and Ensuring Effective Discipline Over Monitoring Act. So, nice. yeah. Very nice. I, I mean, I like that sounds the, like lots yeah, of freedom. Who
1: doesn't want effective discipline over monitoring?
0: Yeah. I mean, they use a word like freedom. Right. And Patriot. And then it, monitoring. <laughs> yeah. Effective discipline over monitoring. Yeah. So it, and that fulfills American rights. And the, like, how does that fulfill American rights by yeah. allowing discipline over, through monitoring or sur- surveillance and, and stuff like that?
1: Yeah.
0: Um, so what this one did, aside from just the, uh, um, what you were saying, the lone wolf stuff, adding that in, it also, Kind of shut down the n s a just hoarding data on everybody, yeah so what this what this implemented was phone companies now kept all your data instead, yeah. so that that's so much better, but no, I know, but the federal agency has to have a warrant to pull that data from the phone companies, which how easy is it for them really to get a
1: warrant for it, yeah, though
0: so I mean there is a little more um accountability there, but yeah, still
1: it's not not much, and then. Do you have any more on the USA Freedom Act?
0: Uh, no, I think that was it. I did want to see. Um, freaking. This act was in 2015. And I wonder how long after that was after Ed- Edward Snowden released oh, all yeah. this shit. Like, I bet did you. They, Yeah. Did they change this just because of Edward
1: Snowden? So I was trying to see when all this happened. That makes sense. Um, I think, yeah. That was, What was that, 2000. 2000- 12 13 yeah 2013
0: is when he fled to hong kong so so but he hadn't released all this information yet right right. i mean he stole it and he disappeared it probably was about 2014 when when he started leaking all this information out and then after that they're like you know we got to change this so let's put this policy on so
1: phone company you hold this and we'll we'll tap you when we need it Yep, yep yeah so
0: interesting there that um it wasn't like a congressman or somebody came out and been like you know there, there's something fishy about it here it's um this guy who this fugitive now is just like this shit's happening and people are like
1: i don't i don't and, like that isn't he held hold up in uh russia right now
0: i i last i heard he was i'm not sure where he See, is See, and now.
1: that scares the fuck out of me right that he's putin's got him under his thumb oh yeah he was you know? like
0: From what I heard, he was like living like a king when he first got to uh, to Russia. I don't know where he is now. He might be somewhere else. Um, If you know, let us know. Otherwise, I'm going to look it up for myself. So, yeah, that's all I got for the Freedom Act, though.
1: Okay, so then um, May 19th of this year, this year, they voted to give um, to do an expansion of that. And what they did was they give the FBI and CIA the ability to look through browser history now.
0: Oh, of course. Yeah, unwarranted. Unwarranted. So, whatever you are looking up on Google, yeah, that that that's interesting because I I don't want the CIA to see what I look up, no. on. <laughs> Spec- like I am a borderline like conspiracy nut. Mm-hmm. They could form a narrative on me just on my browser history. <laughs> I I downloaded um. The what is it? The Anarchist Cookbook is that what yeah, it's called? Yeah,
1: um, I've downloaded that also, and, and that
0: that gives like instructions on how to make C four yep, and explosives yep, yeah, and, and right. other.
1: I, I'm a, a um an amateur like prepperish person, yep. you know. So yeah, I, I've absolutely looked up how to make, you know, like booby traps and explosives yep. and stuff like that. You yep. know,
0: I I have as well. I I haven't done any of that yet, but
1: it's in my browser history. You could well. They're going to be looking at us now.
0: They could find. <laughs> it. Well, I don't think they're just looking at everybody. I mean, yes, they might be tapping all it like they were with the phone records.
1: Yeah, like saving hordes of it. Right. I, I'm sure there's an algorithm though that just picked up us saying explosives on YouTube and <laughs> exactly. Facebook and Podbean. <laughs> the,
0: the second you get out of line, though. Oh yeah. They can go back and pull that data and be right. like, "Well, this guy looked up this." This guy looked up how to create explosives. Yeah. This guy is uh buying like we talked about last week, buying stock and ammunition. Yep. There's this there's something wrong with this guy. Yeah. And yeah. they can form this giant narrative against yep. you. And then if they deem you a terrorist, a domestic terrorist, oh, yeah. all these other acts that we, we've already talked about, they can use to do whatever they want to with you.
1: Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So um there's ten sections of the Patriot Act. Okay. Okay. Uh, title one is to enhance domestic security against terrorism, increase funding for counter terrorist activity, allow military to be included in counter terrorist activities, mm-hmm. and to um, condemn discrimination of Muslims. They threw that in there because.
0: Because the Patriot Act kind of screws over Muslims. Screws over. Well, no. Before the Patriot Act was implemented, everyone no, was yeah, like anti...
1: after 9-11, yeah. I, I remember doing a, a security system and and going into this lady's house, and she stopped me at the door, and she's like, are you Muslim? Mm-hmm. And I was like, no, I, I'm not. And she's like, okay. And yeah, she, it was
0: super... Like, yeah. So when they, they made sure to put that stuff in there because of... And then even non muslim people like you said that just happened to be brown like oh yeah discrimination yeah. against that so they they put that in there so it wasn't like hey we're we're going after the brown people right, they made right. sure to say well it's not that we're going after the brown people but we're <laughs> going after the terrorists exactly so.
1: um title two enhanced surveillance procedures allowed government to collect intelligence on u.s and non-u.s citizens mm-hmm. Removed the wall between agencies and restrictions um also um let's see uh, allowed FISA courts, which are these federal surveillance courts, and but it did protect uh, people First Amendment rights, so that it gives people the right to use their you know freedom of speech, right to assemble. Right. Um, however, the the biggest um, and most controversial parts of this is also um, sneak, peek, um, Based, sneak peek searches. Sneak yeah, peek searches. Yes. So what that means is that they can come to your house when you're at work and if they suspect you of terrorism and they can search your house they can take pictures they can even take like your laptop or something
0: without warrant
1: without a warrant if they suspect you of terrorism what? and yeah and so, so
0: what, what um,
1: <laughs> okay well and, and and then and then they'll send you a notification saying um you know like they'll send you a letter and be like you know you you were suspected of terrorism. So we did a sneak peek search of your house and uh, we, we took your laptop or something, right? So that is insane. That was the one signed this year? No, no. Well, that's part of the original oh, Patriot Act. Okay, okay. Now, a part of this was there was a gag order put on it that you weren't allowed to tell anybody, <laughs> right? Yes. Yeah. yeah. So that not only did they screw you, they but they screwed you and you your can't property, tell you.
0: Your privacy.
1: <laughs> exactly. And now you can't tell now, anybody else now since then the the supreme court's come out and said that you can't do the gag order right. <laughs> that well, thank, part thank you that's crossing the line right, right thank, there thank right? you for that
0: now we can still invite invade your privacy and come in unwarranted as long as we send a letter in the mail later it's kind of like when you get a, a credit check done right and you do it and they're like no you'll get a letter in the mail and you get a letter in the mail explaining later it's just like that it's yeah. like um upon further investigation uh we did find you're not a just good news is we'll just start here. The good news is we found you're not a terrorist. And it's like,
1: <laughs> yeah, right. wait, what do, do I get my laptop back? <laughs> this
0: is before they even told you that. No, right. It's just like, just to let you know, don't worry. You're not a terrorist, yeah. but we did come into your house. We took picture, all your pictures. We took your, your laptop. We confiscated everything that we right. needed to. Yeah. Don't worry, you, you'll get it back, but but you're not a terrorist, so don't worry about it. It's like, yeah. wait, wait, <laughs> slow down. What the fuck? <laughs> well, yeah, w- w- why? <laughs> yes. So, did do, do they have to tell you even why they suspected you?
1: No. Like, after the fact, right? No. Any, what the... Yeah. So, um, the other part of this is that they would do these rose, roving wiretaps. Mm-hmm. So, normally, if they want to do a wiretap, they have to give in, uh, a warrant and say, okay, we're gonna we're going to wiretap this phone. This phone number, right, and we're looking for this period of time right and or this period this day at this hour, right there's a phone call, so mm-hmm. we we're tapping that with these roving wiretaps, basically, they can just carp launch. Yep. Okay, let's uh, do a little bit here, do a little bit there. Oh, let's get that phone too. Um, let's do his wife's phone and see Just what. In j- right, like, exactly. See what we can dig up. Exactly, exactly. No, right.
0: No rhyme or reason, but let's see if we can hit hit something.
1: Right. So the other part of this is these NSL letters, right? And these are these are crazy. All right. So I got a good diagram of this. So basically, it's called a national security letter, and it's a no, no warrant is needed. Okay they can and if FBI can get it to put on your phone records, your computer records, your credit history, your banking history um, and they they don't they don't destroy any of the information. They just hold on to it, right? Mm-hmm. So they get these letters and what they do is they basically follow the money, right? But they it can be wide-reaching, okay? So this is how crazy this is. In um, 2005, right? They issued 143,000 of these letters for individuals. 143 individuals, right? Of those 143 individuals, they came up with 53 convictions. Out of 143 or 1,000?
0: 143,000, they came up with 53. That's like the TSA. How many people, terrorists, has the TSA stopped? Okay, but here's the thing.
1: Out of those 53, 17 they got for money laundering, 17 they got for immigration, Mm -hmm. 19 for fraud, you know how many they got for terrorism? Zero. Yep. Big old goose like egg.
0: TSA again. Yeah, exactly. Our good tax money going to good use and them infringing on our rights for the wrong reason. Yeah. That's like when uh they sent in ATF to Waco because they thought they suspected uh um child marriage and child uh rape and like statutory rape and stuff. They sent in ATF. Yeah, and trumped up some mm-hmm. BS charges on um Illegal firearms and stuff, whether it was true or not, but still that they went in, mostly because the 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 child marriage thing, they somehow got the ATF involved. It, it just makes no sense to no, me.
1: No, it's like like you said, they're just pulling whatever string they can, hoping mm-hmm. that something just kind of unravels jabs. and
0: they find something.
1: Yeah. So there's a couple different other titles that go through here that don't really apply to anything. The big one is Title Eight, which basically says that. Um, destruction of federal property is an or criminal um, any cri- thing that goes against criminal law of the state or the federal government can be considered an act of domestic terrorism. Mm-hmm. And Which also, is what he's using exactly. And it also says that any destruction of mass transportation is um, also subjected of domestic terrorist and can result in like twenty years of prison. Yep. And so that's where Title is coming into. But the bottom line, like so, said, we both agree on. And like I said, in my legal ethics class, you know, all the students thought Patriot Act's a great thing.
0: Yeah, the Patriot Act.
1: Right. And again, you know, if I'm not doing anything wrong, I don't care if they mm-hmm. listen to my phone records or look at my email. I do. Oh, well, that's it exactly because it's a slippery slope. You know, yeah. when do they decide to pull that trigger?
0: You know, right. Right. And how much of your privacy can be invaded before you think that's a problem? Right. And, and it's like we talked in the 1984 episode, like everything was watched there right. to make sure you weren't slipping up and you weren't going against um, the the state and the heads and stuff like that. Um, that's virtually what we're at. Mm-hmm. I mean, they're watching you, blanket watching you and listening to you. How can you be okay with that?
1: Yeah. All right. I, I guarantee every person on the social media, of the Northwest Pacific Youth liberation movement is is being watched.
0: Yeah, well, you think it, people in Oceania in 1984, they probably had the same sentiment. Most of them, it's like, well, I'm not doing anything wrong. Right. Who gives a fuck if they're watching me? Right. You know, absolutely. It, it's just like just leading to that. Mm-hmm. Big brother
1: mentality, that big brother. Yeah. Um, and, 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 you know, if it was, you know, I'm sure the Trump people right now are, think this is a great thing Oh, of course. that these troops are going in, they're cleaning up the cities. Yeah.
0: Well, we talked about Michael Savage, who he's like, right. impose martial law and take this out. It's like, exactly.
1: What are you talking about? But well, you feel the same way when it's Joe Biden and it's the Tea Party that's throwing mm-hmm. a protest and they're getting, you know, the same thing, mm-hmm. black bagged, taken in the back of an unmarked car? It's. It, it the door swings both ways yep. you know
0: and uh we could keep talking about this there's so much to unravel here and so much like invasion in your freedoms and your privacy and stuff like that um one thing i did want to mention i mean people have this great habit of comparing donald trump to hitler i mean right. that's been going on for what 5 years now yeah so just just to further fuel that um i just kind of looked up like uh the practices of like the ss back then during hitler's time and i didn't find a lot but this statement here was interesting it said um because they had determined basically that the gestapo originally wasn't ruthless enough to get get the point across so they kind of um merged the gestapo in with the ss which was the state force militia yeah stormtroopers and it, it says uh Also on that date, so the same date that they handed over the reins of the Gestapo to the SS, on that same date, it says, in a departure from a longstanding German practice that law enforcement was a state and local matter, Mm -hmm. like we have here, uh, Hitler appointed Himmler as chief of all German police outside Prussia. So basically put the state in charge of all police force Mm -hmm. when originally they practiced state and local police took care of the issue. Hitler decided that's not good enough. I'm putting my federal officers mm-hmm. in charge and over the rule of your state authority and your your local authority. Yeah. Not I'm never one to just say man man Donald Trump's Adolf Hitler. I don't think the man's
1: No. I right. I'm
0: not going to give him that much credit. Yeah. But um that that's, that's kind of scary to me. Mm-hmm. Just that no that I is mean, scary. I mean they they say that Trump's like pushing towards a dictatorship or authoritarian mm-hmm. government. Yeah. And that's what kind of the seems to be pushing more towards is yeah. more of that authoritarian type scenario there. So not saying he's Hitler, but there is definitely some, some parallels there.
1: Right. Yeah, definitely. You know, and as far as it, again, you know, I, a part of me wants to be like, you know, yeah, the governor is being a jerk about it. And so it's good that Trump's going in, but the other part of me realizes there's a slippery slope there and it goes both ways. And I much rather see in Seattle where the mayor is, is, you know, is about ready to be recalled because she allowed chop Mm -hmm. and where the city of Seattle is being sued by the citizens for allowing this to happen. You know, I mean, that's how our government works. You know, they, they speak at the election booth and then yes, sue the fuck out of the government, you know, but, but don't, send in unmarked troops to start blackbagging citizens without due process mm-hmm. and I mean that's just not the way America works no
0: that's not it's not in anybody's benefit at this point no. I don't think um, we are going to transfer into our favorite section though we are kind of wrapping this up now because um, it's getting late it is I think it's time about time for the party line patriots that's good. we haven't done this
1: one last week I know though. we forgot last week's just, week's, no, just one week
0: I forgot last week and I remember as soon as I hit the, the stop button on the record, I was like, fuck. And you're like, what? I was like, I forgot the Party Line Patriots. And so I figured we got to bring it back this week because you can't go two weeks without it. No, not not at
1: all. You people would miss it.
0: So if you don't remember or you haven't heard, the Party Line Patriots is our our segment where we... We pull these uh, polarizing memes and Facebook posts, and we, we poke fun of it, at them because they are just that ridiculous when people just stick their, to their party sides. Don't have any other rhyme or reason to why. They don't have any, like, serious knowledge to back it up. It's just like, well, they said this, so this must be true. Yes. So I'm going to pull up a couple that we had found. <laughs> Here's one right here. So this is a picture of a fork in an electric socket, and it says... Don't let anyone tell you to not put a fork in an electrical socket. It's your right. More people are killed by the flu anyways. What do you think that's in reference
1: to? Oh, I can't imagine. Um, mm-hmm. Could it be masks?
0: Yes. <laughs> yep, exactly. It's saying, uh, well, this could kill you, but it's your right to do it, and
1: more people are killed but, by the flu. And, so. and to be honest, I, I don't think that'll kill you because I tricked my sister into putting a key into an <laughs> electrical socket when we were kids. And she didn't die. So No, no, All just right. um, black fingernails. <laughs> Oh, shit.
0: All right. This one you sent me. This one's funny.
1: I don't know how true this
0: picture is, but it says it's a picture of oh, it what appears to be a Obama in this weird like devil looking mask thing. And it says oh, if Obama can dress like this for an all night Ill- Illuminati blood sacrifice, then you can wear a mask in the grocery
1: store, Karen. Yes, and I'm guilty of posting this one. <laughs> this is the one you posted at like two like, in the morning. Yeah, two night. or three in the morning because I saw had seen a similar meme to the the fork one, and I'm like, oh, oh, fuck you! I'm it. posting this. <laughs> there, there
0: is the image. I forgot to share it before I read it. Yes, and, and
1: the actual comment I put in was, um, "Be free, wear your mask, or Santa Claus isn't going to come."
0: <laughs> <laughs> I bet, I bet a lot of people were just like, I'm, I'm, "I'm surprised gonna... I still have the friends I have." <laughs> exactly. All right, here's the one we had actually mentioned, the furry one. It says, if you – don't know why it's not sharing. There we go. If you can complain about being unable to breathe in a mask – this is a person dressed up as a stuffed animal, as normal adults do. Um, It says, if you can complain about being unable to breathe – or about being able to breathe in a mask, you openly admit furries are stronger than you. (laughs) Oh, that's funny. Uh, Well, we talked about that earlier. All right, here's another one. Um, it says, if you could cure COVID-19 by sacrificing just one human, who would it be and why did you choose Trump? Ouch. Wow. Holy crap. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that needs explanation. I, uh, we, yeah. I think we can tell which side of the fence that one sits on. Yeah. And then finally, this one. It says, 2020 back to school oh, supplies. Let me get this pulled up <laughs> over on the video because, oh, shit. I don't know why it's not pulling up over here. Hang on. Anyway, this is a picture of I'll I'll put it in the video. It says 2020 back to school supplies, and it has these like cartoon uh, painted Are like Disney like style
1: minion. Minions. Is that a minion with dressed like Captain America? Yep,
0: and it looks like cars and Mickey Mouse on coffins, on child coffins. coffins. Nice. So this is definitely um, taking a, a jab at people, and it's, it's scaremongering, it's right. fearmongering, yeah. saying if you're sending your kids back to school, um, they're going to uh, die, obviously. <laughs> Obviously, yeah, everyone, obviously. all your kids are going to die, and that's what you you want if you want your kids
1: to go back yeah. to school. Is you want your kids to die? Yeah. Schools don't care about kids if they want if you're going to school, right? So,
0: so we're going to leave it on that note. Um, that's the last one I had for today. We are definitely um, overstepping our two hour normal, which we always do. That's we okay. Always, it's my. It is our, our normal. Show. It's our show. It's our normal. It's the new normal. <laughs> so um, definitely be worried about these uh, these tactics i guess played out by the federal mm-hmm. government because like you said the last thing we want is bigger
1: federal government right
0: and the more they push this the more they have precedent to push it more and, exactly. more, and more and
1: the the things you you praise one side for doing the other side has the same power to yep. do once they get there yeah so
0: well it's like what what they're accusing like obama signed this into law so right. trump's just doing what well. so if you're pushing for trump to impose martial law as michael savage does You're pushing for Joe Biden if he gets elected, God forbid, to impose martial law in two years from now. Yeah. So be careful what you wish for is all I I guess I have to say that. On top of that, like we mentioned earlier, don't be afraid to voice your opinions. Mm -hmm. Like they said, 62% of Americans were afraid to voice their opinions because that is how stuff gets stopped like this. Like if everyone – if a collective of people disagrees with something, you have power – yeah. With your voice to stop, to
1: make change. And, and even if you don't agree with what someone's saying, fight for the right to say it.
0: Fight for you the know? right to
1: party. Exactly. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so exactly. Um, de- Definitely like fight for your freedom of speech. Use your freedom of speech. And fight for others' freedom of speech. Yes. yes even if you disagree with it. Going to leave you on that. Never stop talking, as we always say. Um, Definitely come back next week. Check us out on social medias and do all the sharing and all that fun stuff. Um, I'm excited to get back here after vacation next week and, and get, get into some more stuff. Absolutely. So So. we will see you next week. Um, definitely check us out, check out some of our old videos and, and anything else that we have out there and then, um, get back in here next week.
1: Have a freaking wonderful week. See you next time.